Hi, this is Alex. And this is Alan. And you're listening to our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. This week, we are talking about House of Sky and Breath, which is book two in the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Mass. Um, I almost just said it's book two again. Um, We're a smidge frazzled. We're really excited to talk about this. Um, Book two follows book one. It's set a few months after the events of book one. Um, and it continues the story of Bryce and Hunt and their friends and everything that's going on in, um, Crescent City and, um, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, that kind of describes it very well. Yeah. So at this point, uh, if you want any better of a description you're going to have to listen to the rest of this podcast. Um, <laughs> but in doing so, I'm going to preface that with a spoiler alert, um, as we typically do, because we will be talking very in-depth about this book. And since it's the second book, obviously anything from book one could also come up. So right. if you don't want any spoilers for Crescent City, the series at all, please stop now. Um there also will be some gigantic book spoilers in general in this episode. So basically, like, just stop and read the book before you listen to this episode because you just you need to. <laughs> Unless you want some spoilers, and yes. then it's fine, I guess. Yes. So now that everyone who has been cautioned has <laughs> let's give everyone no a second listening. <laughs> right. Let's give them all a second to make their decision. Yeah, should we tell them the... I mean, anyone who's read the book knows the other series that is spoiled. But holy... Oh my god. Like, I just... Oh, Akatar spoilers. Holy shit. Yeah, so if you... Hopefully you read Akatar before you read these books. Oh Um, yeah, like there needs to be a warning because like... But then it spoils it. That's the thing. Like, if there's a warning, then people know. I know. So I don't know how you do that. I don't either. I, oh my God, I can't, um, I mean, I guess the thing is, is like, I guess, so spoiler alert, Akatar, we kind of said it already. If you haven't read it, we're not going to talk about it super in depth, but it's definitely going to be coming up, coming up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, uh, something's happening. Um, so... It's, I guess there's, it's true though, that if you haven't read them, then these are just characters. Like you don't, you don't know who they are. You don't know why it's significant. Right. But like. That's true. And actually, but the thing is though, is then it completely clouds your reading of that series because you right. know that it's Ex- gonna. Right. That it's, somehow they're going to show up in this one. It's crazy. I don't, it's, I literally. It was so unexpected. I like. I well. I just, so what you pe- thought it, but I thought I didn't think there was any way that what you thought could be. Correct. So what you all don't know. So this is our second, or our. Oh my god! I can't even. My brain is like mush. I don't even know. This is gonna be. This is gonna be some sort of episode, you guys. <laughs> um. So before we recorded House of Earth and Blood, 
I, we sat down like we normally do, and I was saying to Alex, oh my God, there's a couple things I want to talk to you about before we talk about it on the podcast, because I have this like theory that I don't think is maybe going to pan out, but like I was like, they're connected. These worlds are connected. There's something going on here. And like, what if they like merge or whatever? Because there were some things in the first Crescent City book, um, like... Um, I had this thought that, like, the rift that they talk about, right, the northern rift, um, was the event that Nesta saw in A Court of Silver Flames, right? She has that vision of the Fae being sucked out or taken out or whatever and then locked out of their world. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, I bet that's how the Fae got to Crescent City. And Alex was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> my heart is, like, racing right now. And then... <laughs> You're and recounting then, this, even though I already remember you saying... But it's right. Like, <gasps> And then um, we also, um, I also said to her, so there's a mention in the first Crescent City book that the Star Sword, the Star <laughs> Sword. Already going to be a great episode. It's going to be something. Um, there's mention in that one that the Star Sword is part of a pair and it comes with a dagger. And I'm like, oh my God, I bet that's the sword and dagger that Nesta made in Silver Flames. Like, it's all part of a pair. And then I was like... So it turns out that that wasn't correct. That wasn't correct. That's true. But, like, it was things that were, like, I was, like, I yeah, bet they're yeah. connected. Right? And then, like, at the end when um, uh, Bryce is um, trying to get away from Micah at the end of the first one, it talks about her scrambling over some books. And one of the books that she scrambles over is The Book of Breathings, which is one of the huge books, or, I mean, one of the huge plot points in the second and third book of um, a Court of Thorns and Roses is that they have to find both halves of these and put it together. And so I had all of these things. And then as I was reading this book, I had more of these things, right? So we haven't well, talked didn't about... didn't you think about... Didn't you have something to say about the day court, night court? Oh, yeah. Well, so that's the thing, right? So yeah. I... That'll tie into some of the things that I had in this one, that at the, at the time of reading them, I still put them under only talk to Alex about this and not actually talk about it on the podcast because I hadn't got to the end of this fucking book. Um, <laughs> so I, so there's this, I, what I find so interesting is that in A Court of Thorns and Roses, there's seven courts. There's the seasonal courts, right? Spring, summer, fall, and winter. And then there's the lunar courts, and I've, I've always found it so weird that they have a dawn court, but they don't have a dusk court, right? So I have thought that that's so weird. And so, like, that's what, when I read Silver Flames, I was like, I wonder if this vision that she's having is something that happened to that eighth court, right? Like, and then we get reading this book, and when Bryce finds all of the papers that Danica had hidden in the thing and she goes Dusk's Truth I was like oh my god the Dusk Court Dusk's Truth like this is like I was like oh my god I'm fucking on to something <laughs> I didn't put it together at that point I oh I was not remember I felt your... like I felt like the dog on a I felt like a bloodhound like on the scent like I was like I've got I've got something <laughs> um and then um and then there's some other things that we can talk about sort of later. Um, and then, um, but like, I am just like, I just, I. Yeah, I know. We, like we're my, throwing out our whole like normal pattern just, here. Like. I know. I'm just like in utter turmoil. Um, but yeah. I, what do we, the kids say we... these days? I'm shook. <laughs> I'm, I'm so shook. 
Yeah, so should we go back to our favorites before we I fucking guess so. Let's just let's just (laughs) let's just do it. Okay. Alexandra. Ellen. We're we're going full names here apparently. Um who was your favorite character in this book? Because your favorite character from book one was not in this book much. Or one of them. Bryce and Jessica. Yeah. Right. I have to say I was pretty disappointed in this book in terms of thinking that I would get to know so much more about some of the characters in the previous book when Mm -hmm. we didn't. We got a lot of new characters as well as, like, tidbits into some others. But, like, I was really hoping for more with Jessica, more with Adis, Idis. I think it's Adis. Because I was reading it like Aiden, but with an S instead. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, I don't know what, that doesn't really have to do anything with my favorite character choices, but I just thought I would complain. Um, so, Bryce and Hunt were my two favorites. Love um, it. They're both just amazing, and uh, I love them both so much, and and that's it. um i love it so what about you um, hopefully you can be more eloquent than i apparently yes right now um look out here it comes um so bryce is my favorite character in this book um she was one of my favorites in the first book Mm -hmm. um i adore her i love how snarky she is i love she's fucking brilliant like she's just amazing i adore her despite Mm -hmm. her flaws in pizza topping choices um but then i also had a side note of and all the boys like i i just think it's so rude of sarah j mass to write this ridiculously large number of male characters that I, not even in just in this book, like in her other book, you know, like the like Akatar series, like it's too many. It's not really because I love all of them and she better not do anything to any of them because I will fucking lose it. But <laughs> it's too many people to have crushes on. Like I, like, <laughs> and some of them for very similar reasons and some of them for very different reasons. And it's just like too many, like, <laughs> Again, it's, you You're know. juggling too many men right now. Yes, I'm juggling far <laughs> too many fi- fictional men. Um, but I just love all of them. Like, I love, I, I adore Hunt. I love Therian. Um, Rune and Flynn and Declan, I adore them. Um, I didn't know how I was going to feel about Ethan in this book, but I love him. Like, you know, I'm just, oh my God, even, um... Even fucking Baxian. Like, I'm all about this, right? Like, I, I'm i like, God, can you just stop? <laughs> You're setting some ridiculously unrealistic standards here, Mrs. Mass. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> I agree. But also, don't ever stop. <laughs> and don't do anything to any of them, and or I'll cry more than I already have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. First character. Huh? <laughs> What's your favorite part is what I was trying to ask. 
Wow, that's very different. <laughs> Shh, it's the same question. It's totally fine. Okay, so um, this kind of actually follows my favorite parts from the prior book. Okay. Um, in that I really just loved all the instances where you got to see into Bryce and Hunt's relationship mm-hmm. because it felt very different to me from her other series. Um. Because you still got to see, like, the intensity and, like, closeness of the relationships that some of these couples formed in her books. But this one, in this book specifically, just felt so much more relatable and real. And it was so much more about them, like, figuring out their day-to-day and how they communicate and, like, working through their problems. And, yes, other couples also had huge problems that they were working through, but you didn't get to see it in the same way. I think it's Um, because we get both, I mean, we get both points of view, right? Like, we don't mm -hmm. just get, like, in Akatar, right? Like, you, it's from Feyre's point of view. So you get snippets into Reese and... And even in the first book, when she's falling in love with Tamlin, you get snippets into it, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't get their side of the story, whereas this one you get. Yeah. Well, that and the amount of times that you get from both of them insight into like how they're working through things, yeah, together as a couple. Um, And yeah, I just I love the way that she is writing about this relationship both yeah. in the first book and in this book um i think it's really great to see like healthy things obviously it's not a perfect relationship but um i think it's a really great way I know, it for, feels pretty perfect <laughs> for young women to see men who are good to see relationships that provide support and yeah like equality between partners and yeah uh, also it's just hunt and bryce and they're adorable and i um i fucking love love them them. so yeah those are my yeah favorite parts was like anytime they're together but mostly more like the things about their relationship that you get to see yeah specifically yeah yeah i get that Mm -hmm. yeah what about you so I did have one favorite part, but it, it also could go hand in hand with sort of a theme of them. And they were relatively similar, I think. I can't even remember what my favorite part of the first book was. Um, but sort of similar to what I liked about a lot of the first book is just the glimpses into Bryce being a badass. Um, uh-huh. And so it could really, it really, it could be a theme theme of them but the part that I chose as my favorite was um Bryce w- <laughs> one-upping the Autumn King and announcing Hunt as her mate in that super public setting and I was just I was here for it and I just like plus I was just so like, fucking excited for the two of them and like that they got to be public and like out and Oh my god, it was just, I loved it. So mm-hmm. that was my favorite part. Oh, but again, that was, that was a great part. Well, that whole evening, whew, so much happening. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I did not see that coming at all. There were so many different 
potential couples that I saw for hypaxia that I really wanted. Three, I wanted her to be with three different men, but like not at the same time. <laughs> I mean, hey, if she wants to. <laughs> I was like, I was basically. So who were the three? I was shipping her and Rune. Like, right. I really liked them. And then I was shipping her and Therian. Right. And then also shipping her and Ethan. But it turns out. Her and Ethan? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Their relationship, I feel like. Um, I was seeing something there. Interesting, because to me it seemed like a very, like, older sister, younger brother thing. Uh, um, gotcha. But, yeah. Can I tell you? So when I, when that happened, I was like, what? But then I was like, like, but also almost immediately I was like, I like it. Like, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh, I did not see that coming. And then I was like, but it totally, I'm here for it. Okay. Right? Like, I really, <laughs> I really love how... Her same-sex couples are just totally the norm. Yeah. Of... Like Declan and Mac. Mm-hmm. Mac? Mark. Mac? Right. Mark. I don't... I think it's Mark. Yeah. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, how it's just... It's normal to be same-sex. It's norm to be normal to be, like, opposite sex. It doesn't matter and no one bats an eye. Yeah. Um, which is really... It's almost like that's just Normal. how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, did you have any favorite quotes? Um, so I'm sure I probably did, but I didn't pay attention enough to notice or look for them. So if I read it again, I could probably find some for you. <laughs> okay. But um, not any that I can speak to currently because okay. I was just like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Oh my God, what's going to happen next? I can't put down this book. Like, I literally, it was, like, three days in a row where I was just, like, most of the days were reading. Yeah. When I had schoolwork and, like, work <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is a problem. Oh, my uh, gosh. Um, what about I, you? I get it. Um, so, I, it's funny because I thought I had more than this. Um, but it's also, you know, I take the notes on my phone in the notes app. So, it always looks like there's a lot more than... It does when I finally get it onto, like, a Word document. Um, so I only had four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so my first one was pretty early on. Um, Bryce is at the ballet with her mom and stepdad who's... Roland? No. 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 R- something with... Randall. A- Randall. Yeah, I was like, it's something with an R. Um, yeah, so she's at the... I would call him her dad, but... She unfortunately also has the Autumn King as a father. Um, but um, so she's there and she's waiting for Hunt to show up. And he shows up right behind her. And she has this moment before she like turns around to actually like say anything to him. And it says, uh, Bryce had developed a keen awareness of Hunt's presence, like scenting lightning on the wind. He had only to enter a room and she'd know if he was there by the surge of power in her body, like her magic, her very blood answered to his. Um, And first of all, I was like, hi, Hunt. (laughs) Um, And then two, I just thought it was beautiful um, and then three, I was like, mating bond? Like, ah. it was like, I was like, it could be something totally different. Like, and I didn't even know if they had really mating bonds like we had seen in, like, Akatar, right? But, like, I, um, uh, I just, it was, like, the first 
inkling. Um, Okay, so then the next one is um, Bryce is talking on the phone to Jessica after her um, engagement to Cormac has been announced. And Jessica says to her, um, males will always try to control females who scare them. Marriage and breeding are their go-to methods. And I was like, fuck, you're so right. (laughs) You're so right. Um, But I also just loved the males will always try to control females who scare them. Um, Yeah. Honestly, one of the reasons why I love fantasy so much is because you see something in a different world that is exactly what's happening in real life. And you're Mm -hmm. like, fuck. Yeah. So actually, it's funny that you say that because my next quote, um, I think I would have liked it anyways, but reading it in light of everything that's going on in Ukraine right now, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> um, and it's something that the under King says to rune after he tricked them all into, um, going to Erd's temple or whatever before. Yep, so glad I already forgot about that part. Until right. You just said. Um, so he, right. He tricked them to go there cause, um, Pippa was going to show up with her light fall soldiers and, um, but he says to Rune, uh, death is the only victor in war. And I was like, God damn it if you're not right. <laughs> um, I don't like you, but you're, that was, yes. But you're not wrong. It also reminded me of, um, did you ever see the movie Troy um, with Brad Pitt and um, Eric Bana? And Sean Bean. Okay, so it's about the Trojan War, right? Right. It's basically the Iliad um, retold in early 2000s style. Um, It's very good. I really like it. Um, Not crazy accurate to the actual Iliad, but it's got the main points. Um, And at one point, um, one of the older men, I don't know, Agamemnon, Odysseus, I don't know, one of the old guys says to I think to Achilles he says war is old men planning and young men dying um so that's sort of what that quote felt like you know um so I just thought it was poignant but also extra poignant giving given everything that's going on in our world today yeah um I I was talking with my mom about Ukraine earlier today and yeah. just like oh my god it's so terrifying like the possibilities that could happen like we yeah. were talking about like preparations for like nuclear war and like oh god it's just and it's so ugh. it's so interesting because I find that it's um it's it's intriguing and infuriating how much more important this war seems to be to the west than any of the war that's been going on for years in the Middle East or in Africa or, like, uh, there's, you know, there are wars all over the place. But for some reason, well, (laughs) I think we know what reason. Uh, To anybody who can't see, I pointed at my very white skin. Um, Yeah. There's a reason that this is, quote-unquote, more important to the media. But, um... Not to say that it's not important, because it is, but, like... Yeah, we were, I'm gonna, we're actually talking about that, too. Yeah. Um, 
and we were talking about some of the other factors that like in addition to that yeah. are causing more of the world to be concerned yeah um which is unfortunate but yeah absolutely well that's a little too real let's talk about a (laughs) fantasy book again (laughs) back to more favorite quotes (laughs) um and then my last one i think i can make it through without crying but i've said that before so we'll find out um and it's hunt talking to bryce right at the end when all the shit is hitting the fan and he's saying goodbye to her. Oh, God, no. And, he's, and he says, our love is stronger than time, greater than any distance. Our love spans across stars and worlds. I will find you again. I promise. Oh, my God, I did it. I made it through. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, five stars. <laughs> but I um, was sobbing as a quick side note. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, and um, I was f- fairly certain she wasn't gonna kill him, but also never say never. Um, and then it what happened next was almost worse t- for me. Um, oh, I didn't even tell you why this was my favorite quote because it's beautiful and I love their love and. All of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But to me, um, him being re-enslaved. Re-enslaved. Not that I want him dead. Because obviously re-enslaved is better than dead because he's still alive. Um, It was just, aside from dying, was probably the worst thing that could have happened. (laughs) And um, I'm terrified uh, to what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I that kind of crossed my mind as he was being retattooed, um, and you could see that, like, his power was being diminished again. Yeah. The thought that flitted across my brain for a moment and then was lost until right now <laughs> was just that it didn't seem as though his powers were that much more significant in this book in comparison to the last book like you know how like he was talked about like he could fell battlefields like he was that powerful and people were scared of him and he was such a force to be reckoned with it didn't seem like he had that well, I think I think the thing is is that he didn't have any need for it in this book. Like, well, um, in the last like hundred pages, that would have been really fucking useful. It would have been <laughs> useful, but like maybe once it's that big, it's harder to localize, right? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe he could have taken down that whole building, right? But would he have made it out? Would Rune have made it out? Would Bryce have made it out? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I wonder if okay. that's the trait, right? Like. You know, he would, of course, he wouldn't have cared if he made it out, but, like, not that he would have wanted to take Rune down either, but if there was a chance that he was going to not get Bryce out of there by doing that, he, of course, wouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. So, I just don't think he, we've seen it yet, you know? Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) 
Let's go back to the fucking beginning. Um, totally thrown off by the beginning of this book. You're like, the prologue has completely new characters you've never heard of, like, in a completely different part of this world. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm ready for Hunt and Price. Like, yeah. What? Can I tell you my first, my first note says, who the fuck is Sophie? And then I was like, what does her secret have to do with ending the war? And I was like, is it, is she, is it because she's a human who dropped? And then I was like, didn't Bryce half do that? Because she was a half human? I was like, and then I was like, I think humans drop, don't they? Maybe they don't. I don't remember because I didn't remember. Um, But then my next note is, what the fuck is Sophie? And I felt like that part in Avengers Infinity War, right? Um, Spoilers, I guess. When Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and Iron Man are on the spaceship and um, Drax and Star-Lord show up and they're like, who, where's Gamora? Who is Gamora? And then um, Drax is like, I'll do you one better. What is Gamora? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, that's what I felt like because I was like, who is Sophie? What's Sophie? Like, what? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I... And then four pages later, she's fucking dead. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) I know. Only in the prologue. And I'm already like a jumble of emotions. Yeah. And like super invested in these characters that we've only known for how many pages. Um, Because that's just Sarah J. Mass and her um, amazing writing. But yeah, I was very intrigued by Agent Silverbow. I was like, who is this? person like I feel like the fact that we don't know his actual name like he's gonna pop up somewhere lo and behold so did, he did so, but did you see that coming no not no. at all oh my god no <laughs> um and then like the Thunderbird I was like okay I thought like we knew what was happening in this world like we got the houses with like all of different creatures in the houses like at the beginning of this book and the beginning of last book right but no Thunderbird fucking dragon that I didn't anticipate the everything with the Asteri, oh my god. I just I should have anticipated the amount of just like I I don't even like We were almost... talking about this before we started recording, right? Like this is the I don't know, thirteenth, fourteenth book of her of Sarah J. Masses that we've read. And I'm like, I feel like at this point in time she shouldn't be able to fucking surprise me like she does anymore. And the thing is, like, we were talking about this too, right? Like, I know that she's going to surprise me. And still, every fucking time, my jaw hits the floor. Like, and I'm like, what? Except for, are you ready for this? So not only did I guess the Akatar thing, kind of, the connection at the very least, because I did not think she was gonna travel there right like um but at one point in this book we're gonna jump a little bit because okay why, why the hell not um at one point um so it's right after it's at the um it's at the party right where um hunt and Bryce are announced as mates, right? They find out about Hypaxia and Celestina. And um, Rune slips out to go meet Day, 
right? And he sees the harpy and he freaks out, but she doesn't know what he's talking about. But then as he's fleeing, he sees the hind. And I went, oh my God, what if the, and I, and then all of a sudden I was like, I, I wrote it down. I was like, what if the hind is day? She was there, but then the male that keeps coming in would be Pollux, right? And then um, I was like, it would be why she hasn't told anybody about the island, right? And I was like, I bet, I bet that's it. And then I was like, no. And then I was like, but, and then I couldn't let go of it. Like I just like, I kept, and then I was fucking right. So when they were like, it's the hind, I was like, yeah, the fuck it is. So the I, one time I was able to save my jaw from smacking the ground. Wow. I, I'm impressed. I was I'm so proud impressed. of myself. I was so proud. None of the other ones did I get, by the way, none of the other ones. <laughs> But I got that one, so. Yeah, I do have to say that all of her books are shocking. Like, there's constantly. But I don't think my jaw has ever dropped this amount of times. Like, typically it's like an, I'll either say like, oh shit to myself, or like in my head an oh shit, or like, yeah. right, oh my head, oh my god, like. Oh my head, oh my head. Oh my head. <laughs> Um, but I don't think I've ever had the actual physical reaction of my jaw dropping and having it open and realize it's open and be like, oh, let me close my mouth for a second. And it happened multiple times in this yeah. book. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I've, I've never had that happen <laughs> either. Well, but now I have multiple times. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you got this at all, but I felt like I was almost having similar experiences to reading not only other Sarah J Mass books, but also um, some of the Shadow and Bone and Blood and Ash books. Because in Shadow and Bone, I continually... Hold on. I guess... I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, just in case. <laughs> well, I don't think I will, but just in case, you're going to skip over the next couple of like a minute of this podcast if you really care (laughs) perfect um in shadow and bone i feel like i was continually thinking i knew the boundaries of magic in the world sure and it would just be like oh no actually this magic can also happen and oh magic can also be in this form um i see exactly what you're saying Yeah. yeah and then with the blood and ash books it was constantly questioning like whose version of history and society yes. is accurate. Yes. And also that was happening to me mm-hmm. constantly in this book too. Plus then the typical Sarah J Mass of like, holy shit, like every five <laughs> seconds. Um, and then not wanting to read like the last hundred pages because you know shit's really going to hit the fan. Um, I do have to say though, I think... Besides, like, the very, very end when you're, like, totally didn't see. Okay. I didn't see any of that coming. (laughs) Except for the fact that I totally thought that they were going to get caught, like, and someone was going to, like, I knew it wasn't going to work, right? So I had some some serious um, inner court going to Highburn vibes from them all getting ready to go. Like, I... Like, I was like, oh, fuck, this is not going to go the way they want it to go. <laughs> well, so the reason why I didn't get that vibe, but I totally see that. Mine was more of, okay, looking at 
the small amount of pages that were left, I was like, there's no way that there can be a good outcome uh-huh. described in this short amount of time. Right. Um, but then I was thinking about, like, the ends of some of the other books that she's written, and I feel like more craziness has occurred in some of them than this book, just in terms of, like, the amount Probably. I mean, not even probably, but yes. I see what you're saying. But then that, like, the very end of this book... For fuck's sake, I screamed. I think just shook me, because I know she's done that multiple times where the very end is just, like, oh my god, but this was just a whole other level yeah there was there was a crap okay as a quick side note there was a lot of screaming going on when i finished this book there was a bunch of like what the fucks and i literally went like i was like i was all over the place but i i am all of a sudden very angry because i do not live alone in this house and no one came to check on me (laughs) i'm all of a sudden i'm like excuse me Wait a second. (laughs) Are you not concerned for my well-being? Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Screw all you guys. I'm writing you out of my will. There's not much in it, but you don't get, you don't get it. Oh. Oh. Um, okay. So. Should we go back to the beginning again? I guess so. Okay. So back at the beginning, um, at, very early on, Bryce is thinking about everything that happened in the spring, right? The the gates and, and the magic and all of that stuff. And she meant it. Meant it. Goodness. She mentions that 5,000 people died. What? Right. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, of course, I knew a bunch of people died because it was awful and horrifying. And there were demons running rampant through the city. But I did well, not... Well, how many people did she heal if there were that many who died? I know. I was... There must have been, like, way more who she healed yeah. with her magic. Whoa. Yeah. Holy I was Lord. like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's a, that's a shit ton of people. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm feeling like there's way more to her magic when, like, the... Princes of Hell keep telling Hunt and Bryce that right. they need to see more of their magic. I don't even think either of them have touched. No. Like, so so what that he can like, I I think there's tip so of the iceberg. That. Yes, tip of the sure. iceberg. So then okay, so but I'm then... so excited that like she'll be able to train with girl. The I am court. I'm like so oh excited. <laughs> she can I tell you? Can I tell you? I'm so excited she's gonna get to do this. But can I tell you? Oh my god, she and Cassian are going to be fucking inseparable. Like, they're going to have a fucking blast. Like, because <laughs> they've got very, you know, they're very similar, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to have a hoot and a half. Oh, oh my gosh. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, so going back to her thinking okay. about that time, do you remember her having... A star-shaped star yes. that lights up at the yeah. end of that book. Well, I don't know that it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Re- oh. I don't know that I remember that it lit up, but I knew that she had a scar there. Oh, I totally forgot about that. So I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this?" Can I tell you? So as you know, um, one of my biggest qualms with book one was a very superficial qualm, um, but I 
was so mad that they didn't fuck each other. <laughs> cuz yes. we had cuz we had basically 800 pages of wonderful slow burn tension with very little breaks in the tension. So let me tell you what happened at the beginning of this book. She was like, last spring when this happened and all these people died. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a lot of people. And then immediately afterwards, I was like, last spring? And let me tell you, when I thought, this sounds so weird, but when I thought that they had had sex and we hadn't got to, like, have their, quote unquote, have their first time with them, I was like, I was, I was like, you were about to riot. I was, can I tell you, I was like, I'm done with this fucking book. I'm 26 pages into this. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you take that away from us? Right? Because that's what makes the slow burn so good is that you know that eventually it's going to break. Right? Mm. And then pretty quickly after that, they talk about the deal that they made and how it's going to be like four more months. And then... I know. I was like, oh, Ellen sucks for you. We're not going to get tell it you, in this book either. It was, it was like a roller coaster of emotions because I was so mad that we missed it. And then they were like, we haven't had sex yet. And then I was like, oh, yes! And then it was like, we're not for four more months. And I, like, I was like, are you kidding me? Because when I thought we were going to have to go through another 800 pages... I was like, God. like, I don't know if I could take the sexual tension anymore. I mean, I was going to do it. It was going to be fine. And it was going to be deliciously awful. Oh, but then it's really funny. So because my notes say, attack last spring. Did we miss their first fuck? Damn it. And then it was like 10 pages later. It's like, oh, my God, they haven't fucked yet. Yay. <laughs> And then I was like, mm. and then and then right afterwards it says, what agreement do they have? Why do they have to wait four more months? <sighs> but then they didn't. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. Um, yeah. Also, that p- part where um, Hunt goes to get her champagne or grabs champagne off the tray or whatever. And he puts the little magic uh, uh, poison detecting thingy in it. I was like, oh my God, that's beautiful and brilliant. And why the fuck don't we have those yet? (laughs) Right? Oh my God. I was literally talking about this last week, I think. We were talking about like how we survived like college frats and like jungle juice. And like, why did we even do that when there was a good chance that it was going to be spiked? Yeah. (laughs) It's because it's what everybody did. it's, It's surprising that I was not assaulted yeah i yeah college like too many of my friends were yeah um absolutely yeah i was like these that's brilliant and it doesn't affect the taste like gorgeous Mm -hmm. yeah we need some of that um um (laughs) my next note is about rune's first chapter uh in this book what, what chapter is that so my note happens to be on page 55 of the hardcover book. Okay, you don't know what chapter it is. I, well, hold on a second. Give me, give me two freaking sorry, seconds. Sorry, I was just wondering because then I could, well, it doesn't matter if we talk about it on order. I'll just. Chapter three, technically. Okay, well, mine. It's, it's the chapter that starts, 
Rune Danan, Danan probably, knew three things with absolute certainty. <laughs> One, he had smoked so much Marth root that he couldn't feel his face, which was a damn shame because there was a female currently sitting on it. <laughs> Two, he had downed an obscene amount of whiskey because he had no idea what the female's name was or how they'd gotten to his bedroom or how he'd wound up with his head, be- or sorry, his tongue between her legs. Or three, he really fucking loved his life. <laughs> I forgot about that first chapter of his. <laughs> right. Like, I just... Where you're like, oh my God, like, what is he doing with his life? Right? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't. I was like, great, good for you. Like, whatever. But what I loved was that on 55, like, he's going to town on this... She's some type of, like... Fawn, right? Yeah, something. Yeah. So he's going to town on her, right? And then um, he... um, What did he do? um, He... Oh, my God. Why did I write this down? I was so excited. Because he's, like... He is super high. He's super drunk. And he does something, and <laughs> he, it's it's still all about consent for him. And I was like, this is, oh. like, gorgeous and beautiful, and one of the reasons I love him, right? Like, is he, like, even though he's, uh, uh, sounds pretty obliterated, right? Mm-hmm. He is still... Um, yeah, that sounds familiar that. Yeah, but now I can't. So Tuck. Okay, I'll tell you about um, (laughs) something that I thought was so cute and made me realize that like my approach to attraction might be all wrong. Uh oh. Um, (laughs) So, right, like I tend to definitely be attracted to assholes, like. It's it's just a thing that I know I need to work on. Yeah. Um, and Bryce, in talking to Hunt about, like, the first time that he's meeting um, the new archangel. Yeah. Like, who's, she's like, okay, like, you know, try to, you know, maybe be nice and stuff and, like. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. I'm pretty right, sure she right. says. But she yeah. says, um, she specifically says, I mean. Don't go in there playing scary asshole. Maybe try for an approachable asshole vibe. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, so I need to find the approachable assholes, not the scary assholes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just the medium assholes. Right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so I wrote on the wrong page number, which is not very helpful. Um, But so it's like he's, you know, he's finished pleasuring her. And then... um, He's wants to know if she wants to go any farther. So he literally starts asking her, like, do you want to? And I was like, look at you, not assuming that because you just did that for her, that this has to go any farther. And you mm-hmm. asked her for her permission. Look at you, you beautiful man. Uh, but then his door burst open and uh, Flynn was like, hey, come help. <laughs> 
we need you to be sober, but there's no way you can get there. So good luck. Right? Oh my gosh. Um, but then, yeah. yeah. And then, so this guy shows up, right? And he's like, oh, I'm here to see my bride. And I was like, the fuck did he just say? Oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, who is this person who we've never met? Turns out that we had met him in the prologue and just didn't know it. Oh my God. Right? Um, oh my God. Speaking of that, I have something to say later, but continue. Oh no, I didn't have anything for Oh, um, I had a moment, um, not at this part. It's when we see Cormac again later. And I was like, this better not be a fucking Reese moment all the fuck over again, right? Because, like, in A Court of Thorns and Roses, right, we see the main character very much in love with one person. And then an asshole guy gets introduced into it. And so for a split second, I was like, because I love Hunt so much. And I was like, she better not fucking do this to me again. Like, I can't do this again. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then, but (gasps) then the thing is, all of a sudden, you start learning more about him, right? And then all of a sudden, it gets to the point where they're like, oh, this is Agent Silver." Silver bow. Bow. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. He is a good guy. And I was like, and my, I, Alex, I was so, like, I was pretty sure she wasn't going to do this to us again, but I was also not sure that she wouldn't do this to us again. Oh, my and God. I was, I, that didn't even cross my mind. I was you so nervous. tortured. Until, pretty much until they actually, like, her and Hunt actually, like, slept together for the first time. I was, like, I was not convinced that they were gonna, like, be together. I was like, oh my god, she can't do this. I was like, she can't, she can't make me hate him. I love him so much. Like, she can't do this to me. Like, <laughs> thankfully she didn't. Um, oh my gosh. That but I was very nervous for a, a good chunk of this book that that was gonna fucking happen. And I'm glad it didn't. No kidding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So how did you feel when she, so they're after this, disastrous party <laughs> where she gets introduced to her fiance that she didn't even know she had and they get back to her house and her door is ajar. Did you have flashbacks? Cause I did. <laughs> I had war flashbacks of a war that I wasn't in, but I read, it's, it's called the first book. It's the war called house of earth and blood. <laughs> like she gets home. She's in her hallway. Her apartment door is ajar and they're like, she can smell blood. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, Who? and then, because I was yeah, like. I did not, I did not see Ethan, Ethan coming. coming. No, me no. neither. But let me tell you, because what happened was I was like, so who would even be in her apartment? And then I was like, Syrinx is in that apartment. And I was like, I was like, she wouldn't have saved him at the end of the first book just to kill him so soon in the second book, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was <laughs> I Man, tr- your reading of this book sounds way worse than my reading of this book because I did not think of some of these terrible things that you had the thing to is, contemplate. I have learned that I can never trust anything, not just in Sarah J. Mass books, but like there's a bunch of books that I've been reading recently that I just can't trust fucking anything. And um, I have become very paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I was very glad that Syrinx was not murdered somewhere in her apartment. I was also glad that Ethan wasn't dead. Um, just seriously injured. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Sabine's the fucking worst. Yeah. Did you have an inkling that Ethan had feelings for her more than just best friend vibes in the first book? Or were you surprised by that when um, it happened? In it's the- So it's interesting. So once that was sort of revealed, when the harpy was, or, okay, also, okay, hold on. Quick pause. Yeah. Dear Sarah J. Mass, we can't have the hind, the harpy, the hammer, the hellhound, and the hawk. Because I don't know who the frick frack paddywhack you're fucking talking about at any given thank you because i literally (laughs) had the same exact problem like throughout it i was like who is this what's happening and then once right and then once some of them were like maybe not awful i couldn't remember who the fuck were the not awful ones and who were the (laughs) right okay so Hind the hind is, is Lydia. Hexia's half-sister. Yep, her half-sister. Day. Day. Exactly. Right. Harpy. The harpy is the other female. She was the angel with the dark hair. What was her role? So the hind's role was information gathering or torturing people or... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what about... I think they all had the same role. I think they were all Uh-oh. torturing and getting information. And Oh, I thought they all, like, had specific, like, things that kind of went along with their names of, like, their individual talents and roles. I think some of them do, like, the po- like Pollux being the hammer. But, I like, the hind is just because she's a um, deer shifter or whatever. Mm. Um, and then... Um, the hellhound, of course, is just because he can turn into a dog or whatever. Um, and then we barely hear about the hawk, so I don't really know what he can do, but it's just, uh, and then hunt, right? Like, even though he's not, the thing is, is like, that's also his nickname, right? Like, cause his name is technically Orion. So like, I'm like, you can't have the hind, the harpy, the hammer, the hellhound, the hawk, and Hunt, like, I know who Hunt is, of course, but, like, it's just too many H's. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, did you, so speaking of. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. We have to go back to your thing that I got distracted by because of the too many H's. You said. Oh, fuck. What was your question? I don't know. What were we talking about? Shitballs. Sabine um, is the worst, is what I said before that. Oh, Ethan, did you realize that? He oh, yes, 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 yes. So when the when it was either the harpy or the hind, because they were both there, and I think it was the harpy, because she lays out the whole, or was it the hind? I don't know. Whatever. She lays out his whole thing. It was the hind, I think. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I keep telling myself that it doesn't matter, and then I keep thinking like, wait, which <laughs> one was it? Um. It's funny because I didn't have that inkling. And then when she laid it out, I, st- I wasn't surprised, though. It was because I was like, oh, makes sense. Like, that fucking sucks <laughs> for everyone involved, including Ethan. Like, you can't control who you have feelings for. Like, mm-hmm. um, I even wrote, I was like, oh, Ethan, like, unrequited love is the fucking worst. You know, like, and it sucks because, of course, he doesn't want Connor. He didn't want Connor to be unhappy. He didn't want 
Bryce to be unhappy. He didn't want to be unhappy. You know, like, it just, it fucking sucks. But what I did like is that he, um, it could have very easily turned into him hating his brother or Bryce or whatever um, because of the position he was in, and it didn't turn into that. And I thought that that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, that he was truly trying to work through his feelings and not feel like he was entitled to her feelings Yeah, because he had those feelings for her. But yeah, how crazy terrible that both he and his brother think, thought that she was their mate. Oh my God, I know. But then I'm wondering, and I feel like this probably is just me reading too much into this, but three wolves have such Ethan Connor and Danica have such close like feelings and like bonded relationship with Bryce mm-hmm. that I wonder if there's something more like it's not just that like oh Connor and Ethan both like thought they loved her but like there was an actual like reason they mm. both th- thought that she could be their mate yeah like maybe. is there something like magical or like yeah bloodlines or something going yeah. on that they've all been so strongly drawn interesting like some of the most powerful in the pack it's interesting that you say that her. because at the end or close to the end right when therian and ethan are playing video games and therian says to ethan like something about knowing that he had feelings for bryce and he's like how the fuck did you like know that and Therian even says, I mean, it's Bryce. Like, who doesn't have a thing for her? Like, interesting. Because now I'm like, is there something more? Cause, or like, is it just, or is she just one of those women where, like, all men, like, she's just so amazing and beautiful. That, and herself. Like, just so unapologetically right, herself. So, yeah. All men are just drawn to her. I don't right. know. Right. And then I'm like, how do I become that? <laughs> any of that (laughs) not make it in your mouth (laughs) no it all made it in that was wow it was funny because as you were saying that that thought was crossing my head like that's why it was so funny was because i was like i mean i was laughing at you (laughs) taking a drink and like almost dying right but you were laughing at the fact that we had the same had the same thought at pretty much the same time time. gotcha um gotcha gotcha so, Therian was betrothed to the River Queen. Oh, my God. Therian. Oh, his story is so sad. I just kept getting so upset every time I, I cried point of view. When he, when he um, drank from the Viper Queen's... I was crying. I, I was, was like, like, oh, there's this is terrible. You're going to be drugged for the rest of your life. Like, Or at least until Bryce finds out what happened and she figures a way out for you. Um, But I just... I I was crying. I love him so much. And he all he wants to do is be, f- like, free of, you know. But also, like, there is something, t- there's a small something to be said about, like, you need to, <laughs> you, anybody, not just him. But there, there are consequences to your actions, right? He talks about how he agreed to betroth himself to the River Queen's daughter because he wanted to fuck her and he was horny, right? Like, you do have consequences to your actions. And then as soon as he was, like, drinking from her wrist, he was like, oh, I was able to defect from that, so I'll just do it again when I don't. And I was like, dude, 
Like, can we... (laughs) Like, because remember what happened when you thought, oh, I can just get out of this patroller real quick tomorrow. That didn't fucking happen. And now look what... (laughs) I was like, Therian, come on. Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Reading his sections... Was, that was very hard for me yeah. to do. Um, yeah. I'm just, I don't know why, but I'm just remembering all of the ridiculous stuff that we learned in this book. But because so much happened so quickly, I like didn't even actually get to process any of it. Yeah. Nor did the characters get to, pro- like, all of the shit with Danica. That was just like glossed over. Can I tell you? So she's not alive anymore, and they had other stuff that they had to worry about. That's that was one of more pressing. that's one of the things that I um, was both impressed by in this book and um, a little frustrated with in this book. Is so we learn all of this stuff about Danica, and there's a small part of in this book where Bryce gets angry at her, basically, right? And and and. What I thought was beautiful is that she included that in there because it's so easy to, um, when you've lost somebody, to not feel like you can be mad at them Mm, because they're they're dead, right? And so you start to get this feeling where it's like, well, I can't be mad at them because they're dead and like, you know, it's not fair that they're dead or whatever and but that's not true like you're you're still entitled to have the emotions that you have and for Bryce especially like she's very entitled to have these emotions so that was like it was I was equal parts like really impressed that that was in there that you know Sarah let her have a little bit of time to be angry at Danica for this but I and maybe we haven't just seen the full extent of it yet because we're only in book two of what I'm assuming will at least be four books, right? Because the first two books are two of the four houses. So I'm assuming, mm-hmm. I don't know, I have no clarification on this at all, but I'm assuming that there's at least going to be the four houses. But yeah. um, I'd be just fine with more. <laughs> um, but um, so I, I equal parts liked that she gave her this space to be mad at her dead best friend. But I also wish that she had given her more space. But then also, like you were saying, like, where would she have even gotten the space to do that? Because they had so much other shit they had to deal with. Yeah. And then I'm just like, why do we only really get to learn about Danica when she's dead? Like, why couldn't we have gotten to experience her in life? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. (sighs) Yeah. Her having a mate. Oh my fucking god! Not only that she had a mate, but that she it was fucking Baxian. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Oh my god! <sighs> I know. Oh, and her dad. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, there are so many things, and then the that there's another uh, fender line. Oh my the, god! The mystic. I know. Literally, I feel like our whole podcast episode could just be like, "Remember this? Oh my god! Remember this? Oh my god!" <laughs> and that Cormac is Silverbow. Like that too. I was like, "Oh my god!" Or that what's his face Regulus or whatever was Adis. 
Like in this book, I was like, oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Oh, yeah, that it wasn't actually Adis. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. my God. I just. Right. And that's not even getting to the whole fact of like our new understanding of what the world is and that yeah. like hell is its own world like yeah we should talk about that separately oh, later because that's like <laughs> oh my god this whole like okay can i tell you so when i read the first book i was like there's so much information in this book there's no way she's gonna be able to keep up with that <laughs> and i feel a little bit like i've brought this on myself <laughs> because she fucking did it again yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, it's 800 pages. Like, nobody can come up with enough shocking stuff to fill... Nope, I was wrong. Oh, and the fact that um, they're contemplating Connor... Um, what's the word I'm looking for that I can't remember? Contesting Sabine's rule. That'll be kind of hard because he's dead. Ethan, sorry, not Connor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, all of these things that... Can I just um, tell you, I want her dead. I'm so fucking sick and tired of her goddamn shit. I wanted her dead in the first book. And, like, the fact that she's still alive is only bad. Like, there's there's no good reason that she's still alive. So, clearly, this is not going to end well. And... Or not... Maybe it'll end well, but the middle part's going to be shit. <laughs> like, I just... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just... Ugh. As a totally unrelated note, I have a note that just says, they had been unlocked, exclamation point. She's not dead, exclamation point. And I just don't know what it means. Do you know what it means? Something had been unlocked. She's not dead. Um. They had been unlocked. No. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's so. It's when Therian goes to find Sophie the first time. Oh shoot! Yeah, I totally got false hope with that too, which really pissed me off because I like accepted. That she was dead, which was really hard, even though we didn't even know her. And then she they gave us false hope and oh, yeah. Yeah. Um that was very yeah. frustrating. Extremely, extremely frustrating. Um also, how sad were you? And this is completely unrelated, it's just the it's next fine. note that I have. Um when we found out why Rune has so many tattoos. Because it covers scars of his dad burning him. You know... Yeah. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> just fucking heartbroken. You know? Like, I just... And it, part of what's so awful about it is that, like, people like that exist. Like, yeah. it's not even just that it's, it sucks that it's in this book because it's awful. But it's like, people like that fucking exist. And they do that shit to other full grown people, but they do that shit to children. And it just breaks my heart. You know, like, it's just... 
it's just awful. So um, you can go ahead and mark that down as sad, very sad, that that's why. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we already knew that the Autumn King is fucking awful. Like, we, we knew that already. Um, but, like, you can kind of hope that maybe he's not, he wasn't that awful like that maybe somebody s- snuck through and he wasn't that awful to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Like he can't really redeem himself anymore. That's not an option. Nope. Because um, yeah. like there was like that flicker of a moment at the end of the first book, right? When it seemed like maybe he did actually care what the hell happened to Bryce. I know. Because it was Bryce, not even because it was, like, his, like, she had so much more power. And so, like, there was, like, a flicker, and you were like, oh, maybe he can learn to be a better, mm-hmm. I, know. I was going to say human, he's not, you, but you know what I mean, a better person. Uh-huh. Um, and now I don't give two flying fucks if he does or not. He can, he and Sabine can go die in a hole. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I... Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. What? Sorry. Go no, ahead. You go ahead. Okay. I was going to say so, in theme with my, I now no longer feel like I can trust anything that I ever read ever. Right. Um, Celestina shows up, right? She's this new, and she's so kind. I know. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I have like, I have my... like six, I have like six notes that I'm like, oh my God, I hope I, I hope we can trust. I hope this is real. I hope this. I hope we can trust her. I know. I, hope... I think it is real. Yeah. And that that moment where he's grabbing his stuff and I was like, listen to her. She's telling you something important. Yeah. Don't brush it off. Like, she's yeah. warning you that this is not going to work because, right. oh, she had to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think she's, I think she's, um... I hope we haven't seen the last of her and I don't think we have, but yeah. But like the whole for like first interaction where she's like so nice and she actually cares what they have to say. And I'm like, Oh my God, this better be fucking real. Cause if you're going to make me love her and trust her and then. <sighs> yeah. I think the fact that Hypaxia loves her really sealed the deal for me because we yeah. know like how great she is, and she, I had like, already liked her, started liking stuff. her a lot before then. Mm-hmm. But yes, that was definitely helpful. Yeah, because at first I was I was very skittish after Micah after falling for Micah twice. Why did you fall for Micah twice? <laughs> um, just in terms of thinking he was better than like some of the other archangels. I was like, oh, oh like he yeah, yeah. seemed like he's helping Hunt like try to earn his freedom, like. Blah, blah, blah. But it turns out he was actually worse than them and, like, was doing all mm. of these terrible things. Um, and I fell for it both times. Like, both times I was like, oh, he's not as bad as, you know, Sandriel or whatever. Yeah. He was possibly worse, if not the same. But both times I was like, oh, no. I don't know. After walking into that room and seeing, and I say that, like, I actually walked in there and not that I read that they walked into that room with all of those wings hanging up in there. Like, I don't know that he was worse than Sandriel. He wasn't great, but she was 
she was particularly horrifying. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, yeah. Right, exactly. So I was so, like, on edge. I mean, kind of throughout the whole book, just as a quick side note. <laughs> Um, why does this note just say Danica? Um, was it potentially when you find out that her name's on the emails that Therian was going through? Probably. Probably, because mine, uh, highlights. You're so smart. Yeah. And it just says, holy fuck. So. Yeah. (laughs) I figured we might be getting to the same point. (laughs) It just. I, it's so funny because I, um, I'm I waffle a lot on on Danica, like I, um, I was already, I like I like her a lot, but how much I like her really, already in the first book was kind of on shaky ground, especially after it was like. You write in the first book when she's like, oh, she was on drugs. And I was like, oh, the fuck she was. Oh, my God. Right. And like, it yeah. just. um, it, Like all over the place. And I just. Right. And, but I just. And I do understand. And that's the other thing is like, so it wavers a little bit. But truly, I do understand why she didn't tell Bryce. Uh, mo- most, if not all of this stuff. But at the truly, same time, how can you be. Right. Best friends. Exactly. Like, that's the thing, right? It's like, I, I, and, and honestly, I hate to break this to you. If I, if we were in this world and I was doing rebellious shit, I would probably try, I would probably try to keep you out of the loop because I wouldn't want you, like, if it all blew up in my face, I wouldn't want you to go down with me. But also there's some of that shit that I would have told you. Like if I had a mate, I would have fucking told you. I don't care who it was, right? Like, um, I just, and then I'm like, it just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I know. I definitely struggled with that too. With like, you already in the first book think that she kept so much from Bryce and like wonder what their relationship was actually like. Yeah. And then it's just, continually gets pummeled yeah over and over again in this book too yeah which i did appreciate what that other people kept like reminding bryce that she did mean everything to danica because i think truly she did right like i think truly they had a beautiful i mean clearly they did like she wouldn't have been able to be her anchor from beyond the grave if she right they didn't have that connection like um but it just, just to watch Bryce, like, continuously question that friendship and how much she meant to her. Like, as someone who sometimes has a hard time truly understanding how much she means to other people. <clears throat> you mean a whole <laughs> heck of a lot to a whole heck of a lot of people. Which, like... Logically, I can remember, but like yes. as someone who struggles with always remembering that, yeah. Oh my like, god, that um Facebook post that your mom sent to you the other day <laughs> of like accepting compliments, I was like, oh. oh my god, that is so Ellen. Like I yeah. can't even. <laughs> I hate compliments. 
but I also love them. It's so weird, like, because I do, I do, I truly love compliments. Like, who doesn't love compliments, right? But also, I hate them so fucking much. Like, if people could just send them to me in, like, an email, like... <laughs> but having to accept them face-to-face. <laughs> yes. Um, I, it took me a long time to even be able to just to say thank you, even if I don't believe them when they compliment me. To just be able to say thank you in a way that makes them not think that I'm just laughing in their face, because that's what I want to do, <laughs> um, took me years to learn how to be like, thank you, even if on the inside I'm like, okay, yeah, clearly um, you're lying, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you were only laughing. I used to... Um just blatantly argue with anyone who would compliment Oh, I do that too. And tell them that they were wrong. Yeah. Um, and that took me a while to be able to just yeah. accept, no matter if I agreed with it or not. Yeah. I I did that too, but not, I don't think nearly, because generally I would be like, <laughs> thanks. Like, right? But then I sort of learned that it's like, if I do that, then, see, because of how messed up my brain is, I started thinking like, well, then I'm going to make them uncomfortable. So if I can at least make them comfortable. Ah. <laughs> um, I didn't say it was healthy. I just, it's, I'm just saying. Um, just saying. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so um, I just have a quick little note. Hunt considers Rune a friend! Exclamation point, smiley face, smiley face. <laughs> Um, yeah, what do, I do what? enjoy the male friendships. I love in this how... book because most of them are just at the point of forming. Yeah. And yeah, I love seeing I love that, so but cute. I also just love how like not toxic any of them are, right? Like they hug each other and they like goof around and they talk about serious stuff, but they also talk about sports and like Oh my god, that beautiful, that part where they're all at Bryce's apartment and she got, and um, something happened and she leaves to work out. And, and they all stay there. And and Hunt has a moment where he's like, oh, the game, okay, I'm going to go work out with her, right? <laughs> and then, without looking up, Ethan's like, huh, Connor would have stayed and watched the game. Uh. Uh Right? And then, I don't know, it's Rune or Therian, and they're like, and what would you do? Like, what would you have picked? And he was like, oh, Bryce. Yeah. But, like, they so they talk about, like, serious shit, but they also talk, like, I just love, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And I love that a lot of them are forming, which is beautiful, but I also like that you get to see more of, like, Rune and Declan and Flynn, who have been friends for forever. And... Yes. I wish we got to see more Isaiah. I really like him, and I hope that we get to see more of him in later books. Um, Isaiah? Uh, Hunt's commander. Oh, right, 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 right. I was like, who is yeah. this? Why am I I really him? like him, um, and I hope we get to see more of him. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Declan and Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just thought it was so classic them when uh, they come into her apartment without knocking or anything. And oh, yeah. just like, how the fuck did you get in here? Oh, yeah, like when Danan was passed out, we like got his fingerprint and then added our own to, you know, 
we can get in whenever we want to. Yeah. Like, of course <laughs> they like, did. Like, of oh course they God. did. <laughs> and, like, I love how Flynn and Bryce tease each other, right? Like, when he's like, oh, you used to write Mrs. Bryce Flynn on your notebooks and, you know, like, all of that. Like, I just love, I just love, you know... Not that I really want her to take away the romantic relationships, because I don't, and she better not ever do that to me. But, like, I could live off of the friendships that she builds in, not even Uh just in these books, but, like, they're just stunning. Again, I just adore them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But don't take away the romantic relationships either. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a note that just says, I don't like the sound of this deal. What do you think that means? Because you were right about my last one, so maybe I'll just ask you while I'm looking for the page number here. The sound of this deal. Um. Oh, okay. I see the name Cormac on the page. Let's see here. Oh, that that they say that in order for her to end the engagement, he has to be notified first. Like, she can't just do it. Is that the deal they're talking maybe about. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Bryce's eyes were bright churning it didn't bode well <laughs> uh-huh. oh Bryce watched Cormac her head angled to the side Rude knew that look Bryce was planning something uh-huh. had definitely already planned something yeah Bryce stepped closer to Cormac yeah, Bryce in this book was definitely giving me Aelin vibes, like, hardcore in this book. Okay. Of just, like, all of the, what, am I not allowed, to, uh, I guess it was spoiler question mark? Why are you I, looking at me like that? I, well, I'm a little bit worried about that, <laughs> but now that I feel like if we say spoiler, they're gonna know... <laughs> What, just that they're, um, like, the scheming that she does. Yeah. Um, and everyone's always a step behind her. Yeah. And, like, she doesn't share it with other people. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. But I think it definitely wasn't to that level at I all. agree. Thank goodness, because otherwise I would have been way more upset at her. <laughs> Um, okay, so, um, one of the other reasons that I really loved Ethan in this book is, um, in one of his chapters, he, um, starts thinking about everything that has sort of happened and is happening and is unfolding now, um, and, like, he finally found out, like, everything or he's finding out more and more about like what had happened and what's still going on and all of this stuff. And he, um, Oh, it's after he found out that Micah was responsible for the pack of devils dying. Right. Cause he wasn't part of what I forgot was despite the fact that he shows up at the end of, um, Crescent city that he wasn't, he didn't watch the whole Micah showdown. Like he, mm-hmm. um, so he had no idea any of the revel- rel- revelations that happened in that part. Mm-hmm. And so he finds out finally that Micah was responsible for the pack of devils dying. And he has this whole moment where he um, 
um, that he was responsible for it. And that's mostly why Bryce killed Micah. And he has this beautiful mormont when he says, or he thinks to himself, he had the audacity, the ignorance to question her love for Danica and Connor. Um, And I just thought that it was so beautiful to have a male character realizing how fucking dumb he had been for what he had done. Because we see it in characters all the time. And, but I feel like, and I could be wrong because I could be just missing something, but I feel like we see it so often in female characters, right? Um, You know, that introspection and that, oh shit, I was wrong. Um, Not that we don't see it enough, but like it was so blatant in this male character, right? He was like, oh fuck, I really... Mm-hmm. shat the bed with this one you know like it was yeah. um, I was already you know he was already worming his way into my heart but that was really sort of the part where I was like mm-hmm. yeah look at you like and then I did also have a small moment where I was like now could you tell her that you were an <laughs> asshole um, I still want to know I feel like it's important that somebody leaked all of her text messages in the first book. Oh. Like, because I feel like that tidbit of information wouldn't have been put in the book if it wasn't important for some reason. Um, not that I think it was Ethan, but it just, like, he, he, undoubtedly he saw those. That's how he knows that she was screwing somebody in a bathroom while they were being murdered, right? Well, like, isn't... Would the purpose of them just be the rift between Bryce and Ethan for those years? And otherwise they wouldn't have had that separation of the past couple of years? Could no, that, no. Could oh, yeah. That's no, that's, like, that's, that's what the purpose is. But I want to know who did it. Like, I feel like there's, I don't know. I just feel like that's not. I don't know. Maybe that part of the book has, like, you know, okay. that chapter has closed and I'm just holding on to it and I don't need to. But I don't know. I feel like that's important. Like, I, I don't know. Sabine had something to fucking do with it. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know either. Um, but speaking of stuff that we're not sure of, and maybe this was answered later on in the book when we get more information, so you're going to have to remind me. Yeah. Um, oh, but I realize now, because they talked with Adis. Who wasn't Adis, but they didn't know that. But actually, it wasn't Adis, so actually, is any of the information that they told, that he told them about the Fae... Like the Starborn Prince and whatever. Yeah, because um, Rig- Rig- Rigulus at the end says something like, I had to get that right or something. Like he mentions. I, I think so, I guess is the short answer. I guess I don't know for sure. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he says something at the end like, I had to make sure that that was right or I hope that that was mm-hmm. right or something. Yeah, because in that portion of the book where he they're talking about that history he says that Thea who Adis had loved right that was the princess yes 
No, that was the mom. He loved one of the daughters. Didn't he love one of the daughters? So he mentions that the other daughter got away, vanished into the night. I never learned of her fate. Yeah. I'm like, this is important. We need to know more. There's something here. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but... I'm sure it is. Instances <laughs> where I was like, hmm, lack of yeah. information, this means this means something. Um, yes, I'm sure it does mean something. Um, what does it mean? I don't fucking know, but oh, I'm sure it probably God. means something. Um, so this happened a lot in the last in the first book when I was taking notes, and it's it wasn't happening quite as much because I think my phone is learning the Bryce as a name. But um, every once in a while, it still changes it to Bruce. So <laughs> my next note says, Bruce walking in on Ethan sword fighting is the best thing I've read in a long time. Oh, um, my God. That was so cute and so freaking funny. I love that she startled him and then he broke the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, thank goodness, because otherwise. Yeah. But also, like, I just loved it because, like, that was such, like, a relatable thing like because we've all maybe not sword fighting but we've all like been dancing through the house and someone has like surprised us or like you know we've all been doing something dorky and funny and someone has caught us doing it right like (laughs) I was just like oh my god I love that um so when they were going through the papers right they find all these papers in the coffee table um and she's like going through it and she's like Okay, so this is this paper and this paper and this paper. And then she's like, Dusk's truth is blank. And did you have a moment? Because I was like, what if it's not really blank? Like, Oh, yeah. I was like, is there some type of ink that like, yeah. we need to read this? Oh, for sure. What I didn't have happen was I didn't connect your theory of yeah. Dusk Court to this. No, as soon as, as, soon as it was like, Dusk's truth, I was like, <gasps> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> And I think that was actually in the emails, right? Is when we learned about Dusk's truth uh-huh. for the first time. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was like, holy forking shirt balls. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that was um, absolutely a lot. That sounds medically dangerous. What is that? Hmm. I, know that's, I know that's a quote. Like, But what did... Oh my God. <laughs> remember so it's Bryce and uh Hunt have their little moment in her room trying to be quiet and Ethan is like oh Ethan's like I can hear you (laughs) Ethan's like please don't do that like please don't do any more than what's going on right like (laughs) and so he yells um so like Bryce goes down on Hunt, like they're about to move on to something more, and then they hear um, Ethan yell, please, have sex a little louder. I didn't hear everything that time. Bryce cracks up. Hunt is not super pleased. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then he says to her, this is going to be a little graphic, Uh, he says to her, I'm going to fuck you senseless. And then Ethan yells, oh. <laughs> that sounds medically dangerous. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Hilarious. I love this. Ugh. Yeah, honestly, I think, mm, I don't know that I can say it's one of, it's definitely one of the best parts of 
her writing is her humor. Oh my god, she's um, so good at it. Yeah. She's so good at it. Um so Okay. So then shortly after that, um Bryce and Rune are walking together and they're having this heart to heart about him coming home for solstice and like spending time with her family. Oh, and she invites him to come. And she home invites him home her. and it's beautiful and then they're attacked by reapers. Oh, right. Like immediately afterwards, basically. And but then Cormac shows up, right? And he he's fucking winnowing. And I was like, yeah, they call Wait, it te- How did I not connect that? Well, the, cuz they call it teleporting, right? But I'm like, "Oh no, no. He's winnowing." I was like, wait, oh my yeah, god. Right. Because oh he even he even describes it almost the same way that Reese describes it in like right, he's like it's like folding up a piece of paper and you're just stepping from one point to the next. And I was like, "Oh my fucking god." Like and of course, like I'm still at the point where I'm like they're connected. I'm of course not thinking like they're going to fucking show up at the end, but like <laughs> Right. Ooh, I was like, oh, he's God. winnowing. Yeah. Right? Like, we had initially, when you had first talked about your theory, we had then been thinking, like, oh, well, if the sword and the knife are from what Nesta made, right. and the book is here, too, that maybe this happens, like, multiple generations after Akbar. Oh, I wasn't thinking that so much. I thought it was, oh. I thought it was that the Dusk Court... Like, they were descendants of the Dusk Court that had been sucked out of Prithian. Like, I didn't know what the time frame looked like. I just knew that... Gotcha. I guess I had been thinking that that was what happened. And then it was so yeah. much later. But no, it turns out that they're happening at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like when he was popping back and forth, I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, I was like, oh my God, he's winnowing. Moly. And then she's like, teleporting. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not. Um, I can't believe I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then my next note is Connor would have picked the game. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. So then the next part after that is first you find out that she's not actually going to the uh to work out right away. Where does she go? Um I don't remember. They go someplace else first. But then they end up going to work out. Right, right. Well, and... cuz yeah, I feel like they she went to do something important. But I can't yeah. remember. What the fuck it did is. she go to do? I don't know. Oh shit. Uh, maybe it'll come back to me. But they but then they go to work out. Um Hunt returns the favor to Bryce. But what I loved so much about this scene was that she accidentally tells him she loves him. And he returns the fa- like he and he's okay with it and he loves her too and I was like on the verge of tears I was like this is so beautiful <laughs> um, but then I loved even after that like he circles back a little bit later and he's like you kind of said that in a moment of heightened emotions like I won't 
hold it against you if you want to take it back or like that you didn't mean it quite as much mm-hmm. and she's like no I meant it and I was like yeah you did yeah you did you did you did meant it um, <laughs> oh my gosh Amazing. and then we find out about Danica's fucking dad being Mordock oh my god I, I yeah again jaw dropping yeah. I literally also then have like Oh, actually I think that might be this note. Yep. <laughs> literally. <laughs> my note on this is holy shit, how many times has my jaw literally dropped just dangling open from this book? Um and at that point that's really only the like second big drop that has happened. <laughs> Um, for me, Agent Silverbow. Right, that was the first one. That was a big one. And then I feel like I had at least one other. I, I had multiple instances already sure. because um, I think one of them was when we found out Danica's relationship to Sophie. Um, oh, sure, 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 sure. a big one for me. Um, it's so funny because I... What, what also cracked me up, I'm backtracking a little bit, what cracked me up is when Bryce gets back to the apartment and um, from wherever, oh, from getting Hunt? Yeah, from getting Hunt out of jail because he, <laughs> on his first day back, he attacked oh, his yeah. new coworker oh or whatever. Um, and they get back to the apartment and Ethan, who had been there for like a day or two at this point, has this cat curled up in his lap and he's like, oh my god, your cat scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, Ethan, did you not, like, did you not realize that you haven't seen this cat in the house that you've been living in for a few days? Like, where the fuck did you think this cat came from? Like, I was was like, use your goddamn head. Like, (laughs) Uh, so true that he should have realized that. Yeah. um, Okay, so was... Did they only interact with Adis once in this book? Yes. And that wasn't ever him. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, we didn't actually see him at all in this book. But his brother... Both, two of his brothers. Oh. Right? Because we see see Apollyon. And then don't we see Thanatos... Or do we just hear about Thanatos? I don't even know their names or know enough to know. Okay. <laughs> Apollyon is the big one, like the one that we for sure. Okay, he's he like to. the lowest level of. He's like the king of hell, right? Is right. That what that is, yeah. The highest level. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, which is also technically the lowest. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The deepest level. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, when Bryce and Hunt come back from the Bone City quarter. Bone quarter? Yeah. Rune smells her and she smells different. Oh my god, I literally have the same note. And I wrote down, 
because she was the conduit, because she would probably smell different if she had had his power coursing through her. And then I was like, dot, 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 or a mating bond. <laughs> oh, see, I had that. I had written that down, that that was important. But I had assumed that it wasn't related to the mating bond. Oh, I was. But I don't know. But like. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> Got it. Right? Like, that it's something important. It's another of those instances where, like, my spidey senses are tingling that we don't have enough information, but, like, this is important. But I guess, yeah, it could be part of their mating bond that they can share their power. And so since that's the first time that they did yeah. that. Maybe. Okay. And then my next note shortly afterwards was, are they really mates? Like, real mate mates? Because, right? Because you have that whole part where they talk about how the different groups of people have different words for mates. And, like, for the wolves and for the fae, it's very much like that physical mating bond mate. But, like, for angels, it's just sort of, like, what you call your partner. Right? And I was like, they better really be mates. And I was so happy. I know. I was so freaking happy. Um. And then my next note is, a dragon? <laughs> oh, my God. And the little fire sprites. Oh, my God. Oh. Can I tell you? As soon as they, like, popped out and they were goofy and silly, I started sobbing. I was like, oh. I know. I just. I know. And it just sucks because, like, so now not only. I mean, it's, it's also good because then Danica's spirit can't be feasted on. And neither can Lahava's, but like, it just sucks because now there's no trace of either of them in the world. Any, you know, like. I know. Um, <sighs> also, I realized that my notes are in the same exact order as you. It well, is like I have. Of the... course, they would be because. Well, no, but like I don't have in between notes. It's literally like. Oh. <laughs> we're like pulling out the same thing. Got it. Um, I, was, I was like, what other order would they be in? We, I was like, we would both read the book from the front to the back. I was, I was like, what are you, what are you yeah, talking about? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this smell is important. And then I do actually have, because then later on it, it's, I don't know who mentions that it's like, their scents have merged like a true fey mating. Um, and then it's dragon. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one in between. Um, she smells different. And are they really mates? And it's, oh, Ethan, unrequited love is the worst. But we already talked about that. So, mm-hmm. um, And then my next note is, oh, Sophie's really dead. I know. That was such a bummer. But, like, also... That ship was so cool that they ended up on. It was very cool for many reasons. One, because it was a fucking awesome ship. Two, because they had that whole ecosystem in that room or whatever. And three, because it's where they finally consummated their love for each other. (laughs) And she accidentally... When they teleported, I guess in the words of this world right. to the like hanger and I was oh like my god. oh my god so at least she didn't accidentally like teleport them into the water or something because that would have been bad right? <laughs> but, but also the fact like that, that she did it 
multiple times when they had sex is just so great that like they ended up on her roof the other time like thankfully they keep ending up places where there aren't other people (laughs) i know (laughs) like because that because let me tell you i don't think i mean neither of them would love it but i don't think either of them would be like oh embarrassing they'd just be like oops right (laughs) but like whereas like i would never be able to show my face ever again anywhere no i'd be like oh fuck like (laughs) um okay yeah so sophie really being dead was really sad because especially because i started i liked cormac a lot oh my god i know literally why does she do this to us why does she introduce characters in one book that then die in the same book with sophie and with cormac and with fucking danica like oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah like at least with Cormac we got the whole book Danica we got sixty fucking pages and then she was horrifically murdered and he like I just and like after to have that happen after Rune and Cormac had that beautiful like talk and Rune was like oh I can see who he could have who he can who he can be right yeah. like not even who he could have been being like future ruler to future yeah. ruler. Yeah. And like, and that beautiful part where Cormac was like, there was a moment when I thought I was marrying her that I could see how she could have fixed everything my dad did to me. And I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, just be her friend. She can still help you fix it. Like, right? And I was so excited and I was so, and then he fucking died. And I cried. And let me tell you, if you would have told me at page what i don't know 60 when he shows up in this book that i would be crying that he was dying at the end i would have been like (laughs) okay yeah you're hilarious but sure as shit i was you know oh my god yeah okay so so we've talked about sophie Uh uh-huh but we haven't talked about emil i totally did not see it coming so many things actually about him one, I totally thought he was also a Thunderbird. I did yes. not. Also, the fact that, that she fucking knew where he was, I was like, Bryce, you devious, brilliant little crazy person. Like, right? <sighs> yeah, that's where I was getting the vibes of like, your mind is working in so many more ways than everyone else's. <laughs> Absolutely, right. You're, yeah. like, you're running laps around everybody else. Yeah. Right? Um, and then yeah. that she sent him to be with her parents. I know. <sighs> and that, like, her parents viewed him as a gift. Yeah. They're, and they like, like, so thankful for. And how excited they were. And it was just, oh, it's beautiful. And I'm, I hope that they all make it. And <sighs> I just... Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awful. Okay. Um, yeah, I did not see the fact that he was straight human coming at all. Yeah, no, I totally bought, I mean, she did it on purpose of like, yeah, the way that she set up that scene in the prologue where you, like you saw Sophie's powers. Okay. And then she goes under and then it, it, she makes it, Sarah J. Mass makes it seem like the powers that were then seen with the boats were obviously coming from Emil. Like, there was no other option. Right. When actually they were, it was Sophie who was doing that. Right. Even underwater. Yes. 
Yeah, I just... It totally fooled me. Yeah, it just... It just another one of those instances where I know I should see the surprise coming and I still fucking didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So then, the next one, um, I burst into tears. Um, did you think Ethan was dead dead when that thing ripped out his throat? Oh god, that was one of the worst parts of this book because... I was freaking the fuck out. Oh, I was like, I was I, yeah. convinced that she had just watched yet another one of her friends be... Not that she watched the other ones be brutally murdered, but she came upon their pulpy remains, you know? But, like, I was just... I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But I was also sobbing. Oh, um, yeah, I was... Um, but then she and Hypaxia got to have that kick-ass moment, which was beautiful, They were so cool. I loved it. But also I couldn't fully appreciate it because Because I was (laughs) was sobbing because Ethan had just been murdered. I was pretty sure. (sighs) Thankfully he hadn't been. But I was positive. So um, that was fun. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that was terrible. I don't know why that was one of the worst parts for me. But it definitely was. Yeah. Like, of all of the shit that happened. I think part of it is because, like, he had been on guard. He had been watching. And then she calls out to ask him a question. And he, like, you know, like, because at least for me, I could see how he was going to be dead and she was going to blame herself, right? Like, because she distracted him. Because she, you know, like, I could just see, not only was I sad that he was dead, but, like, I could also see how it was going to affect her. And I could see, like, the regression that she was going to have. Like, she'd made all these strides moving past Danica and the other uh, wolves dying. And then she was going to just, maybe not revert all the way back, but, like, have a setback. And, like, understandably. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I was like, I can't do that grief again. Like, (laughs) that was horribly hard in that first book right is moving through that grief with her and like i was like oh for fuck's sake and then thank god he wasn't dead (laughs) no kidding uh yeah i'm gonna um really struggle if any of these characters die yeah future yeah um i'm not so maybe that's why she had characters introduced and then die in the same book because we wouldn't be able to handle it if any of them were around for longer than that. Well, I mean, I remember how I sobbed when Danica died and I had known her for 60 pages worth of story and she wasn't even on every page, you know, like. I know. Yeah. She's just that good. Right? I know. Yeah. Um, okay. So good. So, I don't know if you remember this, but in book one, at, after reading it, I had one big burning question. And it was, what the hell was Therian tallying at the meeting that he showed Hypaxia that he had like 40 tallies on the back of this piece of paper? Oh, I forgot about that. And we found out in this book. Do you remember what it was? I don't. So it's when he's talking, so Therian is talking to Hypaxia, and it's revealed that all of those tallies were every time he caught Rune gawking at Hypaxia. 
Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> oh, and that was, was like, one of the scenes where I really wanted either. Oh, but I guess it was past the point where we already knew that she was with someone else. I think. No. Oh. Wait. Yeah, because I. No, it um, wasn't. Because it was. It was. These are how my, this is how, this is how my notes go. It goes, oh, so that's what Therian was tallying. How often Rune gawked at Hypaxia. Then, are Hypaxia and Therian in love? And then my next one is Hypaxia and Celestina. Ow, ow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely did a good job of drawing our attention to other possibilities. Yeah. That I, like, didn't even see that couple coming at all. Um, I really like them yeah, together. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Ugh. So, just, but I was very happy about that. But now I have a new um, burning question. Okay. Um, what the fuck did the hind say to Bryce at the end of this book? Right? Because there's a part... There's a part where Hunt is like, oh, it looks like she's saying something to her. And I'm like, what the fuck did she say to her? <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. There's so many things about this at the end of this book where it's literally just, like, left and right, like, just dropping, like, yeah. F-bombs and any other swear word. Like, literally, I just, I just can't, uh, like, there's just... Yeah. Um, so then my next note is my thought about what if hind is day or the hind is day. Yeah, I can't believe you saw that coming because that one blew my mind. And I'm so <laughs> impressed with you. I I was very impressed with myself too because even if when I had this theory, I was like probably not because like probably not, but maybe, but probably not. Like, um, but I couldn't get out of my head, and so I was like, but maybe. You know, like, um, so, but what I loved about that whole situation was that they, like, fell in love with each other. And let me tell you, they're definitely mates. I'm, I'm, I'm laying it out on the line here because, um. Oh, you think the, the way that they communicate with each other is through a mating bond? No, 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 no. Girl, I have to talk to you about that, too. But no. Um, there's a part right before... Um, oh, I think it's when they... Is it when they have sex in his head? Which I... Which was like, also very weird. I mean, I was honest. fine. I was fine with it. But yes, it was weird. But I also loved that, like, they... Like, she knew what he looked like. But, like... He fell in love with her because of who she is, right? Like, he didn't care what she looked like. She was even like, he was like, you're beautiful. And she's like, you don't know that. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, the inside of you is beautiful or whatever. Which I'm not totally sold on yet. Because, like, but also, like, you know, when you're a double agent, you got to, sometimes you got to do shit. I say, like, (laughs) I've been a double agent in my life. I mean, Um, you would know for sure. (laughs) And you wouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you wouldn't, you know, so. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. So she tells him the she tells him the real ending of the story, right? About 
the the witch and the guy who the hunter who saw her and they lived happily ever after and they're about to have sex with each other <laughs> in their minds. I don't really know how that worked out, but they seemed I mean, they enjoyed it, so that's good. Um but it says he dipped his head, kissing her neck, breathing in the subtle scent of her. <laughs> his cock hardened instantly. Fuck yes. <laughs> but then it says this scent, this female, a sense of rightness settled into his bones like a stone dropping in a pond. And I was like, mating bond, called it, call, calling it, not called it, calling it. Okay, okay. Um, because I just, that's how it has been often described to us when we've seen mm-hmm. mating bonds in her works be- work before. So works before so i'm laying it out there it's my next prediction okay we'll see if we ever get to find out if it's fucking true or not oh my god um but yeah them speaking that way you don't think that could partially be part of the mating bond well this ties into some notes that i want to talk about as sort of the last part of this oh so sorry we'll see no it's okay but like i have other theories um Okay. Okay, so, sh- so shortly afterwards, they, they being our band of misfits, um, at least some of them are talking to the Underking again. And, um, Bryce asks him if he talked to Jessica, right? Um, cause she had the death marks or whatever. Like she, right. She asked him if he talked to her and he goes, oh, that's not the name I know her by. And I was like, what fucking name do you know her by? No, Like who is she? What yes. like, is she? Ugh, yeah, I know. There were too many, again, this goes back to my too many instances where the characters who I thought we would learn more about. I think it just means that we're, I think it just means that it's going to be a little bit longer before we find out about it. Yeah. Um. It will, but I'm impatient. So can the next book already be out? (laughs) Girl. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. So then, oh, it was when they got tricked into being in the, um, the Erd's temple. the temple. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I also loved about this, I mean, I didn't love a lot about the scene because I was really nervous about them all, but so she, um, she being Bryce, winnows out, sorry, teleports out technically. Oh God. Yeah. And leaves Hunt there. Oh my God. I was so stressed. Yes. But so like (laughs) she, she leaves, she comes back, she takes Hypaxia first, then she comes back for Rune, then she barely makes it back to Hunt, right? But before that happens, um, there's a moment where they're all talking about what they're going to do. And Rune's like, you've got to try. Like, you've got. And she's like, I've never taken people with me before. Like, I'm going to need to focus. And Hunt has this beautiful moment where, like, I mean, I was, I'm already team Hunt all day, every day. Right? But, like, he has this beautiful moment where he said, he is listening to her talk to Rune and, like, be like, shut up, let me focus so I can do this. And he goes, he thinks to himself, good. At least she was being smart about this. Hunt held his mate's gaze, letting her see his approval, his encouragement. He wouldn't waste time asking what she planned. Bryce was brilliant enough to have something figured out. 
So Hunt let his lightning flow, setting it zinging through his hand and into her chest. And I was like, thank you for being so supportive of her and not being a dickhead who's like, no, 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 let me save you. Like, thank you for giving her the space to be the badass that she is, first of all, and not second guessing her and giving her, like, letting her do what she needs to do and not making it more fucking difficult for everybody involved. Like, I was like, I think that's part of the reason I had such a problem with every new thing that we found out about Danica is because it's similar to, like, that that level of friendship was kind of similar to being in, like, a committed relationship. In I that. mean, it was a committed relationship of friends versus, right. like, a romantic committed relationship. Right. And yeah. so it's, like, you can either protect them and shield them or you can protect them by working with them and trusting them and yeah to me that kind of partnership is the better of the two yeah absolutely yeah but i completely understand and would probably lean more towards the one that i don't like Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Absolutely. Like, I would want to be on the receiving end of someone working with me, but if I had the choice, then I would do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so then my next... Oh, my gosh. So then, right, Baxian shows up at the temple, gets um, Hunt and um, Bryce out of there, and then all of a sudden Bryce is like, how the fuck do you keep showing up in all these places? And he's like, oh, you know, through love all is possible. And let me fucking tell you, I dropped my damn book. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, sir. What did you just say? And then, you know, she has a moment where she's like, I'm sorry, sir. What did you just say? (laughs) And he's like, "Um, blah, blah, blah. He shows the tattoo that he has of that quote in Danica's handwriting and then is like, oh, we were mates. Just like, oh, just, just casually. Just, like they're fucking out to tea. Like, oh, yes, this is my mate. I was like, what the actual fuck? I and that was probably when I was the most mad at Danica because the other stuff I didn't agree with her keeping it from Bryce. Right. But I could understand why she kept it from her Mm -hmm. but i was that was when i was most mad at her oh absolutely yeah yeah like i could understand not telling about her dad or the what is it called where they consent bloodlines um bloodhound bloodhound yeah or like being it yeah same i agree with you that this one hurt the most yeah because like because even bryce says like i would like i don't remember who she's talking to but she's like I would have been fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. why would she not have told me that? And I'm like, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't she have told you that? <laughs> oh, I just. Yeah. So then from that big revelation, we roll right into um, Ethan strolling into the den and talking to the prime about the wolf mystic and the prime also nonchalantly is like oh did she smell like snow and pine trees or whatever i think that's what it is like pine and snow or whatever pine and 
winter. I don't remember, but something basically like that. And Ethan's like, oh, yes, actually, she did. I don't know why they're British, but they are. Oh, yes, she did actually smell like that. And the Prime's like, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that's the voice that he has. He's like, oh, pish posh. That's the other Fender Air. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I know. Um, but also, I know. so I have. The amount of times that that's just like, it's either like, what? Wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. Like, those are just like all of my notes, basically. Yeah. And so the thing is, so what I realized, so he he is having these moments where he's lucid and not lucid, right? And so I have an inkling. Oh, okay. It seems similar to me. Now that you've seen these movies, we can talk about it. But in the second Lord of the Rings movie, when Aragorn, Gimli, and Gandalf go to Rohan with all the horses, and they get to the king, and he's all decrepit, and he can't, um, he doesn't, and Grima Wormtongue is talking into his ear and making him do shit. And I'm like, huh, that seems mighty fucking familiar that this prime is like in and out of lucidity and he doesn't always know what's going on and fucking Sabine is over here next to him like already like pish poshing like and maybe he is just old but also she's not that old so I don't know how her father could be so ancient and decrepit like he could be a lot older than her, but I don't see how he could be. Interesting. I don't see how he could be that much older than her. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm like, maybe it, that's how it is. But also, I'm not like we're talking about the woman who, after her daughter was brutally murdered, the biggest thing that she was worried about was the Where's fucking the sword? sword. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it past her to be poisoning or whatever her father. You know. Interesting. That didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Oh, I guess spoilers for a 20-year-old movie and a much and a much older than that book. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, technically um, our spoiler warning was for any book, so That's true. It's true. I mean, we kind of covered that, Any book that in the history one. of books. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we rolled from that shocker right into Therian, um, he shows up on the banks of the river. He's talking to the river queen's daughter. He royally fucks that shit up. And then um, she goes to get her mom and he realizes he has at most 30 minutes before he's dragged down. And he goes to the freaking Viper Queen. <sighs> like, I'm like, you couldn't have fucking called Bryce? She would have figured shit out for you. Like, call Rune. Call literally fucking anybody else besides the goddamn Viper Queen. I know. <sighs> this is why I feel like I need to reread this book. Because even as we're talking about all this stuff, I feel like I'm still not fully processing it. Because it's just like, bam, 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 bam. Like, so many huge things so close together that, like, I need space. Yeah, I totally understand that. So sort of on the path of so much going on that you're like not tracking everything. um, 
at one point in the book, um, I think it was probably after um, Bryce and um, Hunt go to the Bone Corner for the first time, and they find out what actually happens to people after they die. Oh, God, that was so terrible. Oh, it was awful. But then I, I had a moment where I was like, why do they need so much first light? And I was like, I know that it runs some of their electricity, but I don't think it's all of their electricity. So I was like, what like, mm-hmm. what do they need it all for? And then we find out, right, that the Asteri, right? And it had been a, like an need inkling. Need it for them to be alive, yeah. right? Like, I still don't, I read all of that. Again, the whole, like, not processing everything. Right. You're going to talk to me about stuff, and I'm going to be like, oh, shit, right. That's what happened yeah. at the end. So, like, I need to reread, like, those last 100 pages, let alone the rest of the book, right. too. Oh, same. But, like, so I had I had a moment. I was, and, of course, I didn't think that the Asteri needed it to, like, l- to the extent that we find, out, we find out. But I had an inkling. I was like, I think it has to, it has to have something to do with the Asteri, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. it's it's got to be related to the rulers of this whole world you know like um but holy shit did i not see that coming <laughs> right and so did you then question like okay so the drop is what gives them the first light which they need to exist right it's like their food source but then what happens if they don't make the drop? Like, are they just not immortal? Or, like, did they somehow change how these beings, like, exist and are so that they have to make that drop to become immortal? Or, like, is that just the expectation I think it, it makes them... Well, because we know that it makes them more durable at the very least, Right. Like, yeah. it makes them harder to kill once they've made the drop. Um, and I think it depends on what species they are if it elongates their life. Because uh, I'm like, well, what what happened to these species before right. this, they came to this world and, like, this was what was right. done? Like, I think the fae, I think the fae will be, would be, you know, elongated anyways. But I wonder if it's, like, that's how the wolves get to live longer is because they drop uh, and, like... Okay. Um, I don't... I've, I have zero idea if that's true or not at all. Um, but that's what I've been thinking. But who mm. the... Who the fuck knows, Alex? <laughs> mm-hmm. Certainly not me. Nope. Not me either. Um, okay, so they sneak into this. So okay, so they find out that Sophie snuck into the Crystal Palace and found out something. They don't know what until Bryce gets in there. But they find out that she found something out, and so they make this brilliantly awful plan to sneak into the palace. Oh my god! And you only you have like maybe a hundred pages, like a little over a hundred pages left. When they make this decision that that's what they're going to oh, do. Oh, you have, yeah. Like, it's like 700 and... Somewhere between 724 and 750 pages out of the 801-page book. So, like, you are significantly less than 100 pages from oh, the Oh, okay. I think it was about 100 <laughs> pages in the... Um, ebook version? Ebook. Yeah. But, of course, I didn't know, like... 
how many pages were at the end. Because, you know, sometimes they have, like, sneak peeks or, like, random information at the right. end. And I didn't want to, like, have to look through it to accidentally right. exactly. see something. So, at that point, I had read for, like, multiple days in a row and had been, like, neglecting my homework and everything. And I was like, oh, God. Like, they decided on this harebrained idea. There's no way. It's either going to be that they start planning it and as soon as they go, something happens and then she's going to end the book. Or it's going to be they go and then shit hits the fan while they're there and then she ends the book. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was correct about. And I was like, I don't want to read about this right now. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all currently alive i have a shit ton to do for the rest of this week like i'm gonna be in such a bad emotional place Mm -hmm. after the end of this book that like i can't do this until it's the weekend so i waited for an entire week basically to read the final section of this book because i just like knew it was gonna wreck me yeah it's was it was bad um i um so they have they come up with this hairblade plan, and then Rune convinces Hunt and Bryce to take him with because he thinks that Day has been captured. And I don't love the idea of another person going in, but fine, whatever. And then he's like, "And we can split up." And Bryce says, "No, we're not going to split 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 up." And then Bryce is taking the normal amount of time. Like this is before she took longer than she needed right. to and rune's like i'm gonna go ahead and i was like rune you fuck tard like <laughs> i was like you don't split up like i don't even watch horror movies but i know you don't split up like don't yeah fuck. this is what is that is this a geico commercial where it's like a horror movie and they're like let's go into the house and it's like a creepy house or like the um Tons of, like, chainsaws and things in the garage. Like, oh, let's go hide here, right? It's, like, where it does the... You're doing the opposite of what you should. He's, like, walking, and I'm, like... And and I was so... I was so mad at Hunt, too. I was, like, why the fuck are you letting him go? Like, god damn it. Like, you're the general. You should know. Don't fucking... I was, like, oh, my God, this is... It's just... And, of course, like, I can't put it down either. So, like, I just feel like I'm on... uh, a runaway train and the and the it's running toward a bridge and the bridge is out and like I just I can't stop and this is just I'm done this is it mm-hmm. yeah and you don't have either of the Incredibles to help you with this this train dilemma either there's I forget was it wasn't in the second oh movie? yeah yeah it's it didn't Mrs. Incredible yeah yeah um but for, at first I, I, th- I thought I thought you were just talking remember. about any of the Incredibles and I was like there's five of them I was like not either but also you threw me off because you said either instead of either and it just it oh I think I say it both ways I think I think you do too and it's very funny um I don't maybe I've said it both ways too. I don't know I usually say either though is it either I have no idea oh <laughs> I didn't know if there was like if this was one of those instances where I was blatantly saying something wrong, or if it was one of those words where, like, depending on where you're from... I think it's... I, it might be a vague bag situation. Mm, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. vague obviously being the correct one. 
Oh, let me take your bag. Oh, it's big. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, the A is a very Wisconsin A where you say big A instead of ah. It's like an A. Yeah. Um, like because it's a bagel. Of, it's not a bagel. Instead of like thanks, it's like thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, sure. Oh, thanks. Um, I just love that Midwesterners don't think we have an accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do. Okay. We do. So. Anyways. Back to this train right. that's. So it's, then it's, a, it's the just tracks. a whole fucking train wreck, right? We find out that the hind is day when I'm like, I was fucking right. Oh, my God. And then. Um, and then she freaking kills the harpy, but then Bryce, to keep her cover. Bryce pretends that she's yeah. the one who killed her. And then they get brought before Regulus. And then a whole bunch of shit gets revealed all right on top of each other. Right? Like, right. Um, Regulus is like, oh, that's why you have all your tattoos. Because your dad burned the shit out of you when you were a child. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you. this is... Oh my god, it's just so much fucking yeah, happened. Yeah, okay, so so the Asteri basically are, um, what's the word where you have a, a being that can't live without, like, They're par- sucking? Um, a parasite, they're parasites. Yeah. 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 And so they have done this to multiple worlds before yeah. where they feed off of their citizens and you find out that hell that prior war was hell successfully keeping them right. out of their world and that they have been trying to reopen and get back to some other worlds but right. they can't because the horn exactly is keeping everything so this is the point where i thought that all of these connections to the Akatar world, I was terrified that as she was reading through the names of these worlds that had like succumbed to the Asteri, that's what I was, I was terrified that we were going to see Prithian on there. Oh. Like I was like, every time it was like a new line, I was like, okay, <laughs> can I Prithian. read it? <laughs> yeah. Like I was like peeking at the book. I was like, okay, not Prithian, <laughs> not Prithian. Right. And I was like, because that's where I thought it was going to somehow tie back together again, right? Oh, like, okay. And then, and then of course, it didn't. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just she's been putting in these little Easter eggs. You know, like, I still had this thought about Dusk's truth, but, like, there was nothing concrete. Like, I was like, again, maybe it's just a little, like, hee-hee, like, sprinkle Easter egg mm-hmm. little thing. Um, And then... So yeah. then they are in front of Regulus, and he is, like, confirming this. He sh- tells them that he was Aedas, like, he was pretending to be Aedas, and nobody yeah. fucking knew. And then it looks like they're all about to die. <laughs> yeah. And I'm horrified. And then Rune... Um, oh, can I ask a question? Yeah. Am I remembering this correctly, that they're trapped in this world... Because they can't, like, open the access to other worlds without the horn. Are there others 
of their species who are doing the same things? Or is it just that they need to find a new, like, fuel source? That's, is it also that they're cut off from other... I think it's just like, they need to find... Their a, I think they're all together. Okay, I think they need to find a new okay. fuel source. Okay. Because they strike me as a, a group that moves together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Okay. But so okay. anyways, so, so, we're, so we're at a point... Yeah, and, it, so, the, and it looks like Rune and Hunt are going to die because Bryce isn't going to die because they need her alive because they need the horn. And like... And well, then no, she, they, they don't need... Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I was thinking, right, they need the horn, but then... And then she starts making... Mysteri need the horn, but, like, the other... Yes. Their group needs her because she's the only one who knows... Right. So then she starts... All of the information. And so then she starts telling the information out loud, and, like, Hunt is like, holy fuck, and, like, right? And then Regulus is like, oh, haha, you think that we're not... Like, this is you disseminating the information, like blah 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 like it's not gonna stop me and I was like fuck I thought it was a loophole (laughs) um and then she starts making this deal that she'll do whatever he wants if she lets them go and I'm like fuck I'm like it's like the end of book one again where she's offering herself into slavery to free hunt except for this time Rune's not there to save her ass and I'm like oh my god what the hell are you doing and I was like what is going on and then Rune turns and looks at her and he says to her, you brought so much joy into my life. I know. And And then like, and then you get the like holding his mate's hand for the last time, like multiple lines like that where you're like, oh God, they're gonna die. Hunt's whole quote that was one of my favorite quotes. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, like what the hell is happening? And then all of a sudden you start getting little snippets and you're like, wait a second, something more is happening here. Cause all of a sudden Rune is like, okay, I gave him the code word and like, this is what's happening. Bryce has the key that the hind gave her. And I'm like, the, the, she has what the, code? What code word? Who? What? Where? Right, when? Why? Like, how? All of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. What? What? Did it, what? What? And then he's like, and as soon as I say this, Hunt's gonna do this, and I'm like, what? Hunt's gonna do? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then she unlocks them. She gets away from Regulus. She jumps through the gate, and all of a sudden, as she's jumping, she there's a moment where she's like. And I don't go down, I go sideways. And that was the moment where I was like, that's how Akatar is going to tie into this, right? I have a moment where you I'm like... You knew? Oh my god, I was so Again, I didn't, I didn't know that she was going to be running into our favorite inner court. Like I, like, I was like, this is... Like, it's because, it, like, I was like, at the very least, she's going to end up in Prithian. Maybe it is hundreds and thousands of years later maybe it's maybe it's before them like who knows like because time i don't understand time travel so (laughs) that's part of it but i'm like i'm like what but that i was like that's how it's gonna tie into it like she's or even like maybe she doesn't end up there but she learns more about it or like i don't know but i was like that's how it's gonna tie in and then she ends up in this like lush green place and she's like oh hell has grass and i'm like well okay sure like why can't hell have glass grass or glass (laughs) (laughs) and then um all of a sudden she's like um like the sword is there okay good and then she's like oh i'm on a 
<laughs> this is the part where I was like, oh, she's in Prithian. And she goes, um, she was on someone's clipped immaculate lawn. And I was like, Reese, he's gonna he's gonna have a clipped immaculate lawn. I'm glad that that's where your mind went. I was still like, oh, hell is a lot nicer than we oh. thought. Like, cause I think because I was already like thinking like, how can this be related? I think that mm-hmm. was what made my mind jump. And then all of a sudden it says a cool male voice spoke to her. And I was like, Reese? <laughs> hold. I was like, hold the fucking phone. Right. I was like, hold up. Right. And then she glimpsed black boots, dark scale-like armor over a tall, muscular body, wings, great black wings. And I was like, Cassian? <laughs> I was like, hold on. And then it's the male face that stared through the mists, grave and lethal. It was beautiful, despite the fact that his hazel eyes held no mercy. Right? He spoke again in a soft boy- voice that promised pain. And then I was like maybe Asriel, right? And then he steps towards her and he's assessing and wearing and I'm like, Cassian. Like, because Asriel, you won't know that he's assessing you. Like, Cassian will, like, flat out do it, right? And then she lunges towards the sword um, and then he easily sidesteps the move and I'm like, Cassian, perfect. And then all of a sudden... It goes, with scarred hands, the demon, and I was like, it's fucking Asriel! <laughs> How did I miss the scarred hands? Because I did not, I didn't get it at all until she was in the house and, like, other beings were coming oh, in. Oh, funny. No, like, as soon as- I was it... like, oh, wow, Hell's Princes are, like, oh, much nicer it was like... looking than I thought. <laughs> right, but it was, no, it was like the scaled armor, which I, we know is the Illyrian armor. It's the big, big black wings. It's, and then all of a sudden, the scarred hands. I was like, oh my God, it's fucking Asriel. And then, um, um, and then she was like a, a flap of his leathery wings. And I was like, leathery wings, fucking Asriel. Like, we we know uh, these. here I was still thinking this was some like thing from hell. <laughs> um and then they're in this they move into this building and then um she's like I don't he's talking to her, she doesn't understand him, right? Um and she's like um She's screaming for Adis, right? But because she thinks that's where she is and she's not. And um, nothing's happening. And then she's like, starts looking around, right? And it's like oak floors and velvet fabrics. And I'm like, oh, right? I'm, this, is, this is literally pretty much this whole chapter. I'm flat out screaming. No one else in the house is coming to see <laughs> if I'm okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, we need to question your family. <laughs> yeah, and she and so she's like, "What level of hell am I in?" And he's like, "Hell, like, right? Like he he doesn't understand her, she doesn't understand him." And then the front door opens. And then people are coming in all in this language, right? Yeah. Speaking as soon language. as the descriptions of the people coming in the door, I was like, "Oh, my And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden God. it goes the petite dark-haired female with angular eyes, and I'm like, Right? 
And then her red mouth, we all know that she, you know, likes that, right? And then mm-hmm. um, another winged male, broader than the other one, swaggered in, and I was like, there's Cassian. <laughs> um, and then Nesta's at his side, right? Um, I know. And then she keeps trying to talk to people, and still nobody's understanding her. Um, and then... Um, like Cassian like stops and stares at her because like she's covered in blood and he's like he's got to figure out whose blood it is and then um what I what sort of got me um so this is what got me is so that she says she start Bryce starts talking again and Amryn understands her right and Amryn's like but she, but not only does she understand her, but she like gasps and staggers back, right? And she, and like we know Amryn, she's not the gasp and stagger back kind of pe- person, right? And so like Bryce has shocked Amryn, like, and you don't shock Amryn, and so I, now I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then, um. It's interesting. Yeah, she's socked with the language and with the sword. Right. But then, so then she looks at the knife that's on Azriel's waist, which has to be truth teller, right? Like, I'm assuming, because mm-hmm. that's the knife yes. that he carries around. Yes. And so somehow it's related to truth teller. And then, um, and they're like glowing at each other, right? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, um, um, Bryce is like, is this hell? Like, can someone fucking answer me? <laughs> and then, and then this threw me off too, because then Amron says, um, this is what really threw me off. Amron goes, no one has spoken that language in this world for 15,000 years. So then I'm like, is Prithian ahead on the timeline from Crescent City? Because the language that, because the language that Bryce is speaking, hasn't been spoken in Prithian for fifteen thousand years. I thought that kind of lined up with when the the Asteri. It's true. The Asteri showed up in Midgard fifteen thousand years before that. So like, um. Right, because oh she my God. wasn't, I forgot. it's not the language that she's speaking. She started speaking one of In the, the old, old language. languages yes, that she I, knew I just from her. remembered that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. So, yes, sideways. And then Bryce is like, she's like, and Amber's like, you're not in hell. And Bryce is like, then where the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, But then this is the part, not that I wasn't already like, holy fucking shirt balls. Reece, I know, when Faye comes in with her paint. Well, yes, but then Reese comes in, and he looks like Rune. <gasps> oh, I forgot about Yeah, that. so, right? So she, so he comes in, right? So the front door opened again. First, a lovely female with the same brown gold hair as the one already standing before Bryce entered. She wore a loose white shirt over brown, brown pants, both splattered with paint. Her hands were tattooed to the elbows, blah, blah, blah. Her eyes were wary. Curious, but wary. The winged dark male who stepped in behind her, Bryce gasped. Rune? Let me 
forking tell you? I completely <laughs> forgot about that part. His eyes were the same shade of violet blue. His short hair the same gleaming black. This male skin was browner, but the face, the posture, it was her brother's. So he keeps staring at Bryce, Reese, and she's talking to Amran, and she's like, my mate, my world, like, what the frick frack is happening? All of this stuff. And then she's like, I need your help, like, blah, blah, blah. And she's, finally she looks at Reese, and she's like, my name is Bryce Quinlan. And he goes, hello, Bryce Quinlan. My name is Reese and Ellen fucking lost it. Because I, <laughs> I knew it was him already, but I, like, I needed the confirmation, right? So here's the thing. I see two ways that this is, this can be that Rune looks like Reese. Okay. One, something happens to one of Reese and Feyre's children. I don't know what. Time, sideways time travel whatever was my first thought but then I was like no because they wouldn't she wouldn't be at home painting if one of her children had been sucked into another world and then I had the most harebrained thought it has been talked about that Rune looks like his mother <gasps> and Reese had a sister right. what if Rune's mom somehow I don't know how is Reese's sister. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how it would have happened, but it was said that she looked like Reese. And like, and like Rune sure as shit doesn't look like the Autumn King because Bryce looks like the Autumn King. And so I'm like, right? And because I had assumed that like they were the Dusk Court, which made them different than any of the other courts in Prithian. Mm. Well, so this so is. I was kind of confused by that too. Um, but so, and then here's the other things, right? Is so Rune is Daymati, right? He has he has Reese's gift. Oh, you're right. How right. did I forget about that too? Right. So like. <laughs> Somehow, besides the fact that they basically look the exact same, minus long hair, tattoos, piercings, and some wings, like, clearly, something Something more is going going on here. here. Now, as a quick side note, I already was in love with Rune, but finding out he looks just like Reese (laughs) was not a bad thing either. (laughs) (laughs) That he just, like, went up a whole couple of notches. (laughs) Right. So, now here's another couple things. There's a part closer to the end when the Underking is talking about Erd. And he's like, don't you remember, like, reading about when she was a vat of life, a mother to all? The Fae worshipped her then. I was like, oh my god, the fucking cauldron. Right? A vat of life, like literally oh, the cauldron. My God. Right? So, like, this was before. This was another thing that was leading me to, like, this. Now, <clears throat> we never fully figured out what Amran is. 
correct. Right. We know she's from another world. We know she's from another world. She looks like Fury. <gasps> Can I tell you that... Oh my god, I didn't put that together. Well, she's got the same, like, f- Asian features as Fury. But let me tell you, I don't think the seventh Asteri died. I think Amrin is the seventh Asteri. Because remember, we find out about her that she was running from, I think she calls them her siblings, right? She was running from her siblings. That's how she ended up locked in Prithian. And she couldn't get out because she was locked in Prithian. So I have a yet another harebrained oh. idea that she's the seventh Asteri. Because that's. What does that have to do with Fury? Because she mentions that she meant, modeled that body after Faye that she had seen before. Oh. Sorry, that you were supposed to just know that from inside of my head. Okay. <laughs> Holy moly. So that's my other harebrained idea. We'll see if that comes to light at all. But. Oh my god, you just leave me like completely thrown. Yeah. Holy shit. So my theories, I don't know I don't know how it would work out at the moment, but my theories are Rune's mom is Reese's sister and Amrin is the seventh Asteri. We'll find out. Now I really need this <laughs> to come out. I really needed it before, but I need it I really need it that much more. Yeah. Right um, now. And then, what is it? So then we, can I tell you, I hardly could even focus on the epilogue with Ethan and the mystic, because I was so, like, did I read the epilogue? I don't know. It wasn't, it was right after, he's like, hi, I'm Resand, and I'm, like, screaming, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to read a whole epilogue now. Um... Oh, yeah, 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 I did. Right, right, right. Okay. Right, that he just went to get her. Yeah, and then, like, Flynn is like, we gotta go. And he's like, no, I can't leave her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's way more with that, and I bet that they're mates, too. Oh, him and the Fender heir? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. I just feel like... There's more than just his protective, like, this is wrong. We'll find out. That's good theory. I like it. Um, Thanks. But yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited for this next book. Like, like I said before, Bryce and Cassian, I can see it. They're going to, they're going to be bestest friends. I think I can also see more in, um, Bryce being really good friends because um, I there's some things in more that I can see in Danica like I can I think there'll be a little bit of mm-hmm. that um, I hope she and Reese get along they're both very self-sacrificing and <laughs> yeah I can see Nesta getting annoyed with her just because like she and Cassian will get along so well but I can also see like 
Bryce isn't afraid to be a bitch either, right? Like, mm, so, like, I can mm. also see Nesta being like, okay, like, you can dish it and take it. Like, I can see uh-huh. her being friends with, like, all of them, you know? Like, I'm so excited for her. And then I'm like, okay, because we know eventually she's going to get back. So that's the other thing, though, is, like, how long is it going to take for her to get back? Because as far as we know, they don't have any gates in Prithian. So how the frick-frack patty back is she going to get back to Midgard? And, but I'm and like, what's going to happen in the meantime, and, like, how terrible is it if the book goes back and forth between oh, the worlds? it's going to be awful. Or how is it, yeah, is it worse if we get, like, a Tower of Dawn situation? Or is right. it worse if we get, like, is it one book f- solely focused on one world? Or a book Flip that flopping? moves between yeah. the two? It's gonna I don't be, know what's going to be It's going to be worse. all over the place, and who knows what's going to happen. And, but I'm like, okay, but so when she eventually goes back to Midgard like the inner court's coming with right like because they're not the type of people to find out that some shit is going down and then not help Mm -hmm. right like we know that about our our friends and family but also like we're gonna need some time because the valkyries still have to like train and become even more badass yeah like exactly but i'm like oh my god like the i can just and then what's going to happen with, like, Elaine and Asriel? So, like, there's still so much from Akatar that, like, That's we need to happen. Right. So how is that going to layer into I know. what the fuck is happening with this? Right. And, like, what's going to be put on hold because you can only have so much action and so much description in a book? And what, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm so fucking excited and it's going to be at least a motherfucking year. And I can't. Oh, God. I can't. Why Why are we reading books of authors that are still alive? Like, why can't we read books of authors that are dead? Because then we know that there will no longer be any more books. And the books that are out <laughs> are it. It's, we don't have to wait <laughs> for something new to be published. <laughs> oh, it's. Oh my god, I'm just Oh my yeah. god. It's I'm so I... excited. It's going to be so good. I can't wait to like watch her learn about her magic and like cuz you know she's going to learn about her magic and she's going to learn about the history or the sideways history or the who knows what like she's going to train with Cassian. She's going to or the Cassian and the Valkyries, or Cassie, who knows? She's going to train. She's going to become even more of a badass. Like, she's, oh my god, I'm just so freaked. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. But then how is that going to work? Like, are, are they going to be able to rally the courts around the fact that this, other world is still pissed at them and wants to come back and invade them and try to basically destroy their world. I don't know, Alex. And then what about, like, everyone not on their island, like, Highburn and shit? Like, how do they get... You know what, Alex? And the humans and... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody asked you. (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, But yeah, it's gonna be... I'm just trying to focus on the good stuff 
that may or may not happen. And, like, if the inner court comes back with her, like, the inner court meeting all of Bryce's guys. Because really, mostly her friends are just guys. <laughs> like, sure, there's Juniper and, oh my god, Juniper! That whole part oh, was so sad. That made me so sad and so angry. Um, and their friendship. I hope they can get it back. I'm sure they. I'm sure they can. It was like made in, with the best intentions. She just didn't have the time to think through her actions, right? Or didn't take the time to think through her actions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll patch it up. Um, if she ever fucking gets back there, I don't know. Like, there's just so much that's going on um i know and i wonder what it's gonna be like as they as she tries to describe her world to them where they don't have technology can i tell you my first thought after i stopped screaming um my first thought was does she still have her phone right because like there's a part where hunt mentions that he left his phone at home because he didn't want to be tracked but I'm like, did she leave her phone at home? Does she still have her phone? Can she be like, Reese, why do you look like my brother? And then show him a picture of her brother. Like, <laughs> oh. you know, I don't, maybe she can't, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be really funny. I hope we get to see her trying to describe. Because already, like, Prithian is more advanced than I think we think it is. Because, like, they talk about, like, having stoves and, like, toy like flushable toilets right so they've got some advancements but they don't have cars right like nobody's driving around on cars and Mm -hmm. um trains and you know they don't have that stuff i don't know if they have like full electricity to the extent that we know about electricity like i don't know how their stoves work but they clearly have stoves because like is it magic related or is it yeah i don't know but yeah that'll be really funny I can, I can see it now. All right, Sarah J. Mass. We know that can you, you like push up the publication date yeah. by like a year, please. <laughs> um, Sarah J. Mass, we know that you just literally just wrote a book and released it, and it was beautiful and wonderful, and we adored it. And that you also had a, a child. Yeah, you had a surprise baby, and you have—I mean, not a surprise to you, a surprise to us, baby. Us being the world, not just the two of us. Um, and, like, you have a toddler and all that right. stuff. But, like, could you snap snap to it, please? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Please and thank you. <laughs> if you want to send it to us first, we promise we won't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe we have to wait, like, a whole year at the very least. Like, we don't even have, like, a inkling of a release date. Though, didn't you say that the next book won't be Akatar, it will be Crescent City? Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. Right. Also, can I tell you, before reading this book, I was like, no, I want the next Akatar book. And now I'm like, thank fucking God that the next one is the next Crescent City book. <laughs> because, like, Akatar, like, yes, there are some super unanswered questions, but, like, it did not end... Right? Like, it did not end in dire straits like Crescent City did. So, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) currently, I'm like, thank God that that's not the next book. (laughs) Right? But if you would have asked me that 800 pages ago, I would have been like, no! 
Mm-hmm. Oh, my god. Right, gosh. because the first book ends, and you're kind of like, okay, like, sure. Yeah. I don't feel that, like, it, it didn't end where you were like, I have to read the next you, book now. You're not on the edge of your seat. Like, you're, ner- I was worried about some stuff, but not, like, worried about some stuff. And now I'm, like, mm-hmm. worried about some stuff. <sighs> so that is the end i guess unless you have anything else to talk about um of this episode uh stay tuned we might have a little filler episode coming shortly um because one of the exciting or frustrating or a little bit of both uh things about house of sky and breath is that there are three bonus chapters um so alex and i will have to read those and then discuss those um hopefully in the not too distant future here um and then as always you can follow us on social media we're on twitter at uniquely portable magic podcast it's upm pod official is what it is is our okay hand <laughs> is that our handle i don't even know we're, clearly we are social media gurus here yes um on instagram we're uniquely portable magic podcast um, and then, of course, you can always email us at uniquelyportablemagicpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about this book. Tell us about your crossover theories. Let's, let's get in depth, right? Um, and we'll see you guys when we see you next. Okay. Bye.